right, what's up, Ghosts and Goblins? It's Wolfman Dave again here, and we're on episode 18 of That Metal Podcast. Tonight's guest is none other than Senor Mike. How you guys doing? Man, it's been quite some time, man. How have you been? Uh, definitely good. Just um, been listening to a lot of music. Yeah. Of course, being a music head, definitely got to... How's, how's work been? Uh, work is good. Actually, everything's been going good right now. Like, yeah. everything's been going good. Work, family life, everything. Like, I have no complaints right now. Fuck yeah, dude. That's Definitely. the way it should be, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I'm glad to have you. I know it's been like, I don't know. I've asked you a lot of times, but it's yeah. just kind of never never gone through. We just mm-hmm. never talked about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, but finally, fuck yeah, I'm glad to have on here, brother. Definitely. Thank Definitely. you coming aboard. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. So, we met quite some time ago through uh, one of our mutual friends, Mm -hmm. and we kind of just hit it off talking because, you know, our love for the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cowboy Nation. Fuck yeah. Always. Always. And, you know, we had this thing where we're talking about metal and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. you know? So, it's like, it was a no-brainer, you know, cool dudes, you know, just wanted to talk. So, lately... I've been listening to not actually metal entirely, so that may come to a surprise to everybody. But I mean, it's it's mixed. It's a good mix of everything, you know. I'll tell you about it. Uh, but what have you been listening to lately? Me lately? Well, <clears throat> I've been listening to a lot of recently coming from the the Slayer concert. Yeah, I've been yeah. listening to a lot of Slayer, a lot of Lamb of God, a lot of <clears throat> Cannibal Corpse. Aman Armath, mm-hmm. like I, I don't know, I just been on a, a kind of a, a metal, a metal hip hop type deal, like where it's just hip hop and then it goes transitions into metal. Yeah, and I mean on my Spotify, it's 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 crazy. Like you can literally hear, you'll be able to hear like Cannibal Corpse, and then the next song will probably be like some some hip hop stuff, yeah, some pop stuff. Like, Actually, you know, I was I was telling you about that earlier mm-hmm. that I had the my, my playlist that I have. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I have, like, Ice Cube, and then I'll have, like, um, the Wu-Tang Clan. Mm, classic. <laughs> and then classic. I'll have, like, Definitely NWA, and then it's all, like, next to, like, Europe, the final countdown. Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> it's, like, next to all these songs, like, classic rock songs, like, fucking... Um, Dire Straits, The Sultans of Swing, you know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah, like all, all this, all this, all this, like classic rock, pop, sort of like '80s pop, mm-hmm. uh, mixed with like freestyle, like Debbie Deb and shit, yeah, and Trinidad, and, and it's funny how it's all mixed in, whatever. And then there's like '80s, you know, like '80s metal, like Motley Crue, shit oh, like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of that has been just been. Because I've been grilling a lot. I don't know if you guys saw the podcast, uh, the Instagram, uh, where I just had some, you know. Oh, actually, I, I was, did see it. Yeah, yeah so I yeah, it. it was, it was just chilling out, man. Having, having some tiki torches and shit, and uh, we're just like we grilled, mm. dude. I got some good fucking steaks on sale. Uh, we got good. We got these three fat, fat. Fat ribeyes, dude. Hey, for a good price, uh, though, right? Oh, fuck yeah. So, 28. Check this shit out. 28. And I got it for 15. Oh, man. Yeah. And that's... they're fat ass. 
Dude, there. Let me show you. Chingones, man. E and they you got the grill marks on there too. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, dude, mix, it was it was. You mix that with good with good music. Fuck yeah, yeah, dude! Instant great night. And I'll be honest with you, uh, that's what I was gonna say. I've been listening to a lot of shit lately, mm. right? But I was listening to like a lot of rap and stuff. But yeah. mixed in with the new Rammstein. Oh, the Rammstein. Which is actually, I'll talk about uh, uh, later today, oh, towards yeah. towards the end. Uh, I'll tell you more about it. But <clears throat> that one I've been listening to. Actually, the Hurt, the New Inflames album. I don't know if you heard the New Inflames album. It's actually that. pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more of a mix of instead of them sucking and whining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they took another formula and decided not to stop. They decided we're gonna stop sucking and stop doing the same shit. And let's just. Uh, Let's just accept who we are. So they started doing metal with like aggressive verses with clean choruses, uh, and you know I think you know like uh, who who also would do that lately that I didn't like. I think it was Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, yeah, yeah but them, yeah. But sure. you know their but their clean vocals. Like mm-hmm. their vo- I mean their vocals. I can't stand him. Mm-hmm. Like they would be one of those bands who would one hundred percent do better by just getting rid of the vocalist. Just have the heavy riffs because and yeah, because he he doesn't know how to sing clean. Yeah. He sounds too nasally. He sounds really weird singing clean. Okay, I see. That. Uh, so it's not so much because their music's great. Mm-hmm. They have good riffs. They have good melodies. Mm-hmm. It's just that their fucking vocalist sucks ass, dude. And they need to get rid of his ass. And that's you like know? in a, in a band. It's when your vocalist is not on par <laughs> with the actual band. It kind of like throws off the whole. Yeah. The whole uh, symphony of the whole, like, the yeah. actual music. Right. And, I, I mean, I think they're one of the bands for the Tinny Boppers, for, mm-hmm. the, for the girls. Almost oh, definitely, yeah. So, yeah, because there's always, like, shirtless, mm. like, almost shirtless with his muscles. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's not definitely, it's not for, like, if you really want to yeah. party or rock out, it's not yeah, for that. It's, I mean, at least not. Some songs. Not anymore, man, because they're, they're not one of those bands. Um, but I think In Flames took a picture. Uh, they uh, decided to reflect on what they had been doing. And I think they did it right, finally. Mm-hmm. This album, I think, kind of represents them going in a better direction versus just doing the same old rehashed album that just sounds like shit. You know what I mean? Definitely. So I'm happy about that. We're listening to other bands that I will... Another band that I will talk about later on. Um in the podcast uh, towards the end for one of my recommendations. Okay. Um, and so, as you guys have may heard, um, I actually have a GoFundMe or is it GoFundMe? Yes, sir. Yeah, Go that's what me. it's called, right? I have a GoFundMe for um, that metal podcast so that I can get my um, trademark. Ah, uh, there we go. Oh, so, okay. Verified. So, yeah, so I'm going to actually... It's it's a GoFundMe account for uh, to get my name trademarked, right? Because then there's a lot of liberties that come with it. Like there's um, a lot of positives that come with having your name trademarked. Where uh, if someone uses it or whatever, you have you know there's legal action you can take against those other parties and whatnot. You know, but there's a lot of different things that. And if you're interested, it's it's uh, I'm gonna go ahead and share that on the. That Metal Podcast on Facebook, and I think I could share it also on uh, Instagram. I'm not sure, but I'm going to try it. 
And so, if you haven't heard, we are on Stitcher now. We are on um, iTunes Radio. We are. I'm trying to get on iHeart Radio, but they have some weird process. Uh, I don't know how the hell to get on theirs. So, that's some of the new updates. Also, you guys may have already noticed. Manny is not here with us. Like I said, I wish him the best, whatever he does. Uh, so, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and talk about what I call the segment Honorary Band of the Day, Honorary Metal Band of uh, Today. And I think uh, this guy just alone being able to do the splits up in the air when he jumps is worth the price of admission alone, you know? But uh, <laughs> I th- I'm going to go with Van Halen today. Good pick, good pick. And I think Van Halen is uh, one of those bands who people are going to be like, well, yeah, no duh, dude, it's a no-brainer, and blah, blah, blah. But you know what? It might not always be a, a no-brainer for a lot of people. I kind of feel like in terms of it being considered maybe proto-metal or, you know. But, I mean, Eddie, Eddie Van Halen was just so fucking amazing in his... Uh, guitar playing and his guitar technique and his solos and his picking I mean when you listen to Eruption and you know you just all there's so much shit going on um, so I kind of feel like these guys are under the radar you know you know Diamond you know Diamond Dave right yes yeah. he's a little crazy he's yeah. a little weird <laughs> a little crazy <laughs> you know I'm pretty sure you saw Death Clock right Metalocalypse yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that clown was based off of him. You think they put him in that like the actual person? In that? I'm pretty fucking <laughs> sure. No, I mean I'm pretty sure they based it off his life. You know, of like his, you know, like I do. Yeah, because he was. Yeah, he was kind of out there. Like he's yeah. definitely out there. So. Yeah, I I agree. That, that that's a that's a pretty good assumption. Yeah, I think. Um, what was it? Um, it was like three weeks ago. It could be less, but he was on the Rogan Joe Rogan podcast. Mm. He's fucking sharp, man. Nice. He's 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 smart. He's smart. He's a businessman. He has like you talk about something, you'll have like tons and tons of ideas of the same thing that you're talking about. Like if you're gonna do a business plan, this is what we're gonna do. Nice. Very well, very well traveled. Um, and it seemed like he just talked about anything. Like, whatever Rogan wanted to talk about, he adjusted and he talked about it. Like, it ain't no thing. Like, he just talked. And um, I liked also, like, with... Uh, he was also a, a fighter. I don't know what discipline. It was... It was what was it? I forgot what it was. I don't want to say the discipline, but he fought... He has like some sort of belt or black belt or I don't know what color, I don't know what color belt, but he he can whoop some ass. Okay, too. So if anybody makes fun of Dave, what you gonna get a <laughs> karate chop? Yeah, you gonna get ninja chop. What is it? What is Austin Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> we'll go with ninja chop. I think ninja <laughs> judo. Judo, judo chop. chop. There we go. Judo <laughs> chop. You're gonna get a judo chop yeah. to the neck. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to wake up and be like, what happened? They really Roth fucked you up, dude. You don't want to be like that in the morning, you know? Right? Yeah. And I think with most um, rock bands, especially classic rock like Van Halen, I think 
a lot of people, well, the presumption of them is like, okay, like they're, they rock out and stuff, but they're not really about the lifestyle, like the rock lifestyle. And mm-hmm. I think this band is definitely was about the lifestyle. Yeah. Like they were definitely in there for as far as like <clears throat> partying, rocking out, and well, as you said, yeah. David Lee Roth beating people up. <laughs> well, not beating people up, but actually knows how to fight. Yeah. So it's like they were definitely about that lifestyle. You like, know what's funny is like I saw, I mean, I've seen it countless times, but recently I saw the. Uh, uh, a Headbanger's Journey um, and it's by Sam Dunn which I fucking despise the dude now with his show that he has on YouTube I don't like his show um, it's very we'll talk about that some other time or a little bit later his show his show on, on YouTube annoys the shit out of me but Sam Dunn thank you for doing your wonderful documentaries A Headbanger's Journey was a beautiful documentary that guys who are dating non-metalhead girls can show them and be like look babe this is me in a nutshell and that's a perfect documentary for them or young teenagers who have really uptight parents who think that their son is a satanist uh this would be a good intro to them and show look mom see mom dad metal isn't all that bad that's a good documentary for them but funny enough, there is a, a part of, I think it was like sexuality and metal, mm, uh, and one yeah. of the topics, and, and they showed uh, the entire band Van Halen with in a room, and there was just women naked everywhere. They're just, they were just like naked all by their feet, just like laid out, just naked everywhere. Like a buffet. Yeah, of. like, yeah. And it was like a, a photo op. So it was just an, it wasn't like behind the scenes. It was just like one of those fucking like they're just taking pictures like for a magazine or some shit. So it was very interesting that you say that because I know you know they probably did live that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, I mean, really, the bands that you could think of, like the ones that I think of right away, it's like what Ozzy, oh definitely Molly Crew. Oh, if you saw right? the, the Netflix, no, I haven't seen it. Oh my god, watch the dirt. Yeah. Watch it. It's it's definitely first off the acting in that is perfect. Like they really hit Motley Crue's highs and lows. Yeah. As far as like um, with all of them, Vince Neil, Nikki Six. Yeah. They hit everything perfectly. It's it's definitely a good watch. Yeah. But I think the the band that comes to mind for me. Yeah. When it comes to like sexuality and metal, is the Scorpions. Oh yeah. The Scorpions were definitely up there. Like I would say. Yeah. Not top, but they were right there. Yeah. Was like ooh. I mean, there's, and I can tell you right now, man, some of their album covers mm-hmm. were incredibly, like, now it's questionable. Mm-hmm. Provocative. Like, yeah, dude. I mean, you can't, there's no way you're going to get away with that shit now. Um, I mean, maybe? I don't even think maybe. maybe? As, as sensitive as everything is now, yeah, yeah. It, there's no way they can get away with that. Do you watch uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia by any chance? I watched a couple episodes, but I really didn't watch the whole the whole series. They're they're one of those that like they were what they were doing like in two thousand six, mm-hmm. seven, eight. Like that shit can't be done anymore. Yeah, like that those episodes are classic, but like you can't do that anymore. What they were doing, and and if you think about it, what the Scorpions were doing were like late seventies, early eighties, and even then it was like now. I don't know if the times were so much vastly 
vastly different. Very. That it's just like, uh, that's acceptable for an album cover. Let's go ahead and do that. And let's see what happens. And no one said shit, apparently. I guess. Maybe not. Um, but that would be a good, interesting uh, experiment, maybe. Social experiment. Show uh, some of the, the younger generation how the how the album covers looked. Yeah, and maybe because it's like I said, like with this whole new generation, there's no way they can get get away with what they did back in the '80s and the '70s. Like you cannot get away with that. Well, if they're complaining about Friends, they're mm-hmm. complaining about Seinfeld. Yeah, like look, bitch, <laughs> you're not gonna take my fucking Seinfeld. You could take fucking Friends, mm-hmm. and you could have them, but you're not taking my fucking Seinfeld for shit, dude. Like it's a good show. It's an excellent show. It's a it's great a, show. Yeah, definitely a good show. Amazing, dude. I mean, it's one of those like classic shows. It, yeah, it's a Very once good. in a while type show that comes mm-hmm. out. That holy fuck, that it's it's a smart show. I mean, Larry David is a genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, so I'm kind of going off topic. But um, yeah, I think that's a good good uh, good idea about looking at Scorpions. Yeah, uh, I'm wondering who else would have been. Who would have been about that rock and roll lifestyle? Like? Today, okay. So, what were we talking about as far as like the the stuff that they can get away with today? Yeah, I, I don't. Well, I mean, no, maybe more. Who was actually who? Who really was about that lifestyle back then? Oh, back then, yeah, back then. Who? Which bands I think were really about the lifestyle? Or was definitely. I think, I think Black Sabbath was definitely there. About oh yeah, that lifestyle. oh yeah, without a doubt, yeah. they were there. Metallica, were definitely early on. Early, yeah, early Metallica. <laughs> when they Me- had long hair. Yeah, <laughs> Megadeth. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they definitely were about like the party lifestyle, and I think all eighties like eighties, well, they call them eighties hair bands or they call yeah. them glamour bands, but I think most of those were like really about that lifestyle, and I, I'll, I'll even throw Cinderella in there. I think they oh, yeah. were about that lifestyle. Even though they were glam glam rock, but I think they were still about that lifestyle. And I think that's what the 80s was about. I think those, all of those bands, mm-hmm. like, they didn't have, um, what would you call it? I don't think they had restrictions. Like, nah. Or if they did have restrictions, they didn't care. Yeah. And I think that's what people loved about them. They yeah. just did not care about restrictions. Yeah. You know, and that, that's actually another reason why I actually like glam metal, glam mm-hmm. rock. I agree with you. Simply because of the excesses that they had. But also, I feel like they had, like, like if you're, you're, you're willing to dress, and, I, and people have already heard my argument, mm-hmm. if you're willing to dress that ridiculous, and if you're really willing to look to like that, to look that stupid, mm-hmm. and, I mean, they didn't look stupid, I'm just saying, like, if you're really willing to do that, to go that extra mile to put on the makeup and the hair, and then you're getting laid, and you're just getting, you know, whatever. Then that's cool, and that's fine, man. I don't see anything wrong with it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, obviously, that's, those are all the reasons for for being a rocker, for mm-hmm. being a metalhead or whatever, because that's just, I guess this, those are the perks, yeah. I would say, you know, that, that comes with it. And a lot of those girls, they're there because they want to be there, man. Uh, I mean, if you look at the... They want to be with the... I don't want to say groupie, but they do want to be with the band. And yeah, it's like... In the 80s, you could do glam rock and you could do actual rock because there was the rockers that would dress like rockers. And yeah. they got laid. Of course, they're going to get laid. Yeah. But we, like you said, if you can 
glam it up. Mm-hmm. Like if you can come out with high heels, like Twisted Sister. Like if you can do all that and still get laid. Yeah. Like you said. And 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 D. Snyder was actually getting dressed up by his wife. He already mentioned who she was his girlfriend at that time. She was the one dressing him up. She, I think there was an interview. I forgot what movie it was. It could have been Headbanger's Journey. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about it. She was like, is this going to piss people off? And is this going to like get people upset? Then fucking do it. Dress me up, baby. And and sure enough, it turned heads, man. It turned heads and it got people a little upset, a little weird. And they actually had done this... Um, uh, I don't know if it was a German or English show, like a talk show, where they featured Twisted Sister, mm-hmm. and nobody wanted to like get close to them. Nobody wanted to, to like support them or like bang their head or even do anything. And Dee's like, "Hey man, what's your problem, man?" Like he was just like telling them like, "What's going on?" And so they even brought Motorhead because Motorhead and uh, Lemmy was their BFF. Oh, like man. they were really good buddies. That's a great BFF. Right yes, there. Lemmy was a good. Guy. That was a good fucking friendship, right? They're 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 really close buddies. And Lemmy came to support uh, D, and he was like, "Come on, you know, like come and support, you know, Twisted Sister, mm-hmm. whatever." And people were still like, "Nah, man, like we don't want to hear this. We don't want to see you. It's weird." They were like, they were like weirded out. And so he's like, it's because of our hair. It's because of our makeup, isn't it? So, like, he started getting all this, like, uh, he told he told his wife, pack makeup remover just in case. And he fucking knew it, dude. So, sure enough, he, he's like, he motioned to give it to him. And he started putting it on. And he's, like, taking off all the fucking makeup. And he's telling him, this is what you wanted. And everybody's like, yeah. So this is what you fucking want. This is what you're gonna fucking. And he's like, and he's like taking it off his shit. And so like after that, boom, the song went out without a hitch, and everybody was so fucking into it. Yeah, wow. and that was like the make or break for them, dude. That was one of the show performances that they needed mm-hmm. to happen and they needed to run well. And that's all it is. is that they just needed to take off the fucking paint. Oh, the man. well, the makeup. I'm sorry, it wasn't paint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I thought that was a. Uh, I know I'm really off topic, but I thought that was a really interesting story. It's a good story. Of, yeah, and that's actually if you watch the um, on Netflix, they have the I think oh, it's yeah. like the Twist movie or the Twisted Sister. You know what? Movie. It's in my lineup, and I do yeah. that. I'm sure you do that. You put it in yeah. your list, and you watch you forget, it like right? three months later. Dude, yeah, I hundred percent recommend you watch that one because right? they're they're one of my heroes. Mm-hmm. First of all, uh, D. Snyder is very important to. Rock in to general, rock and like, to metal, and uh, he's a very good speaker too. Though. Yeah, he's yeah, very, absolutely. He's done a lot of um, um, speakings like at schools. And stuff. Yeah, like, he, and he definitely. A lot of people don't know that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? and I mean, he's definitely very important just because, like, you know, he stood up to the PMRC back in the eighties, and mm-hmm. you know, they wanted like they wanted to censor everything, they wanted to take everything away from, and I feel like, you know, he he actually did, you know, he stood up to them and talked to them. Mm-hmm. And, kind of uh, cleared out any misconceptions about their music and about a lot of people's different music. Like, you can't just say, because my song sounds like sadomasochism, that it's, that's actually exactly what it's about. It's not what it's about. And he went on detail saying, that's actually about my guitar player's throat operation, under the blade. That's exactly what that means, bitch. Yeah. And, you know, Tipper Gore, um, you know, Al Gore's wife, 
was like attacking and saying, no, like you guys are perverts and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, hey, man, I've always said that our music, whatever interpretations that our listeners get is what they get. And so she must be uh, kind of kinky or whatever because she saw sadomasochism. That actually so makes sense. So that's her fucking shit. You know, and I know he got some strong reaction from um, Al Gore, like, like don't be talking about my wife like that. You know, like, you know when you get the pre- when you get well, he wasn't the president at the time. He wasn't the president at all. But yeah. he was a this politician. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, when you get a politician to yeah. like watch your stuff, like you know you're yeah. doing something. Yeah. But he's doing something positive, and I think that's it's, yeah, that's what people misconstrue about like rock. I guess again, like I, I feel like they they see rockers as like people that don't really or metalheads even in general people that listen to that kind of music they misconstrue them as violent people that just don't care about the rules or don't care about but if you really listen to them and you actually watch hear them talk and speak they actually do have a point and they make a point but they just shut down so quick because of their music and that's what they that's what people go on their music and it's like okay I'm an entertainer another good story I don't want to get off topic but another good story please do Okay. It's um in 2000 when uh the the Columbine shooting happened. It was in 1999 or 2000. Yeah. And they um they found a bunch of in the in the shooters' rooms they found a bunch of Marilyn Manson music, and the news was trying to blame Marilyn Manson for it, and he came out and said, "I'm an entertainer. Yeah. Like what I say, what I <clears throat> I I do this for a living. I make music for a living. It's not." It's not my. Pretty much said that it's not his um, issue how they take it, how they and they wanted to blame Marilyn Manson, and it's like why are you blaming him? You're blaming a, a music, but again because the music he makes, and yeah. I think that's what they were doing. It's a misconception of how heavy metal or metal rock, all of that. It's it's always put that rock and metal is always put into a violent act. It's never put into like something harmonizing and everything. It's always put into some violent act. Yeah. When there had been, I would say, research done and articles done, bullshit, even Mythbusters did mm. one, where they had uh, everyone do, uh, they would water plants, and they would water plants, and they had different kinds of musics, like classical, I think one had like uh, rock slash like metal, and then the other one had... The girl, uh, the cute redhead that was on there, she was like yelling like obscenities and uh, things at the plant, and she recorded it and she looped it, so that's what the plant would listen to constantly, and the other plants would listen to classical music, and then the other plant will listen to the rock. Well, they found that the one that was listening to rock or metal grew and 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 grew the fastest and the biggest compared to the other two. And so that's interesting. There have been a few articles about people who were listening to metal in their teen to late teen years. And they grew up to be a lot more well-adjusted in their later life, in their 30s, than others who weren't listening to that type of music. I mean, there's all kinds of different studies and different things that to have shown that it doesn't make anybody aggressive. Uh, and certainly video games don't make people aggressive. Because let me ask you something. 
when people were listening to let's say Mozart or Beethoven mm. where they're like going off on a Beethoven fucking binge and you know what? I'm gonna kill some bitches. I'm gonna start stabbing people, and I'm gonna start fucking killing. No, that's no, not how it worked. Exactly. That's not I how it agree. worked at all. No. You know what I mean? I mean, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, oh, man. I just heard a Beethoven. I was just at a fucking concert. I gotta go kill somebody now. Mm. I'm inspired. I mean, maybe that happened, but I doubt there was like mass. You know, like a mass. Uh, a, like killing. a mass kill. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like again. I, I'm just. I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I feel like people don't they blame people for blame other people for their actions or their scenarios for their actions. It's easier to blame like music or a movie that you watch. Like, oh, I watched this movie, a, a violent movie. Say, well, I just watched the new John Wick one. Very, very violent. Like, I, I that's definitely not a family movie. But <clears throat> off the topic, mm-hmm. that movie is very violent. So it's like if someone tries to be like John Wick and then it's easy to blame them and get that whole um, especially from the media and stuff it's easy to get that whole oh well he's a mentally ill uh, badge right yeah. there and it's like it's easy to do that with music too yeah. as far as especially with heavy metal it's, yeah. it's not like you're gonna hear like Justin Bieber and be like oh okay well he, I listened to Justin Bieber and it made right. me want to kill I think I think I would want to go kill him I heard Justin <laughs> that was that was definitely a good one. <laughs> Maybe not my best friend, but yeah. I guess not my best um, example. Example, yeah. <laughs> but definitely, you're like, God damn it! I, you know. Also, what about like, um, you know, video games were also a big issue, um, yeah. and they've been used um, within. All the time for you know recent shootings and different very uh, mass shootings and whatnot and I mean the kids they just need to take responsibility for what they did. I think that's what yeah. it comes down to because the I think the one the video game that comes to mind for me is Grand Theft Auto. Oh yeah, oh yeah, very controversial and yeah. the company that that made those games they're they're just a company they're putting out games that people want to play. Mm-hmm. That's not justifying the people's actions for when they play them and they want to go out and try and play portray this character that's in yeah. this video game. Yeah. And I feel like some people get uh, fantasy com- confused with reality and they try to merge the merge right. both of them. Right. And it's like, you, you can't, you gotta know, you gotta have the mind capacity to where it's like, you know what, let me, I know this is a game. I'm gonna stay and I'm gonna play this game. But when I go out, I know I, I need, I'm stepping into reality. Yeah. It's not a fantasy world. And I think yeah. that's what this generation is. Well, not this generation, but this um, misconception of music and video yeah. games to violence. Especially when there's like, especially the, the, the media, the news, you know, they're mm-hmm. like sharing all these, oh, this clearly is the reason why he fucking shut up this whole place is because he played Grand Theft Auto. Like, no, it's not, mm-hmm. dude. Do you know? It's one of the biggest selling franchises in the history of fucking video games it sure is. I mean there's so many people out there playing that game and still to this day playing it online and you don't see them fucking shooting up anything or exactly. doing anything like that I and mean, I will I will tell you a, a different story a not negative story and it's about Grand Theft Auto yep so <clears throat> a couple years ago again the news didn't cover the story mm-hmm. nothing no media coverage so 
uh, grandma and her and her grandkid. They were driving. So the car, I don't know how it flipped over on the freeway. I don't remember how it flipped over, but it flipped over completely. Yeah. And the kid, the grandkid actually pulled the grandmother out of the driver's seat. And uh, I don't remember if it was local news, local news in that area. Yeah. They asked um, the kid, like, well, how did, you, how did you know to pull your grandma out? And he said, these were, I'm not going to say they're ex- his exact words, but he did say that he knew because he, he played Grand Theft Auto, and he knew that when the car flipped over, it catches fire and it blows up. But, again, that's a story that the media is not going to show. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that would be a positive look on Rockstar because yeah. it's like, or the gaming company. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, it's a positive story. Yeah. But they're not going to put that. Right. That they're not going to, yeah. 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 And, you know, recently what I really, I thought was a really awesome choice mm-hmm. instead within the past um, two weeks maybe, three, two or three weeks, that guy who, who shot up a school and he killed uh, a few a couple of people. And two of those people who went in and attacked him and, and, and tackled him and tried to stop him. I did see that. Story. I love what they were doing. They were saying, oh, this, these were the heroes of that time. Instead of focusing on the fucking guy, the gunman, mm-hmm. they were focusing on him, on the heroes. Like, I like that shit, dude. Because yeah. whenever they start sharing stories about people who are gunmen and whoever, who like, you know, they were doing bad things. Mm-hmm. It just seems that you get more and more copycat attacks. Yeah. You know? And I like this one. Instead of it covering on him and not giving him his fucking glory, mm-hmm. fuck that puto. Now they're talking about all these people who were actually trying to make a difference. I agree 100%. And I feel like those people should get the credit, whether they made it through the attack or not. They should get yeah. the credit because that's what we should be focusing on. Yeah. Heroes like that. <clears throat> we shouldn't be focusing on, the again, the gunman right. that went in there. and Like his mentors, whatever. Like yeah. he, he went in there and he cho- he made that choice. Yeah. But it's the hero that made a bigger choice to be like, you know what? It's my life or to protect as far as like his fellow classmates. Exactly. And that's what we should focus on yeah. as a as a society. I think yeah. we should focus on that. And that's rough, dude. And that's a rough idea. And it's a tough idea to put yourself in that because I've thought about wherever I go sometimes. If I go to a, a, a concert or a show now because of the attack, you know, what was the, the Eagles of Death Metal? They shot up the... It was in Paris. They did a mass shooting there and whatever a while back, a couple mm-hmm. years ago. And I think... I get paranoid now when I go to shows. I'm like, fuck, what's going to happen? Like, what what's going to happen? Am I going to do something about it? Or am I going to... Is it fight or flight? What's going to happen at that exact moment? Mm-hmm. Because you don't know what the fuck you're going to do, man. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of people there and you have to react some way or another, you know? Mm-hmm. So these guys... Instead of running away, they went and went towards it and tried to, you know, take the guy out. And I thought that was pretty cool that they even were. Instead of being like, you know, fuck that, I'm not even gonna do anything. I'm just gonna take off running too. Yeah, definitely, dude. That's they're brave, dude. I mean, it's beyond words, man. Like that's pretty cool. And and even thinking, I might not even make it, but I'm gonna fucking leave. Uh, allow other people to have the opportunity to run away and and, and leave and and with their safety. You know what I mean? And I that's I, hardcore. I feel that that's what makes a hero when you're in the situation where yeah. you're willing to do what a lot of people aren't willing to even think of doing, and you just do it. That to me is what makes a hero, yeah. and I think that's what makes a hero to anybody. Yeah. But again, we we're hearing less hero stories, and again, yeah. 
more yeah. uh, gunman stories and more like I guess I, I don't want to say idolizing these gunmen, but it's like they're getting their share of yeah of um, their fifteen uh, minutes. Their fame. Yeah, they're and getting their fifteen minutes. Whether they pass on or not, or whether they get gunned down, they still got their their fame and stuff. And it it reminds me of again, it reminds me of like like um, serial killers and stuff. How they get yeah. their recognition for killing people, and it's like <laughs> that's that's what we idolize. Recently, with the Ted Bundy and Ted Bundy movie, mm. with uh, I'm pretty sure I'm actually 100 percent sure <laughs> that if it wasn't Zac Efron to play Ted, no one would have given a fuck. Especially the younger, the women who were all over his ass. Mm-hmm. They they had they had boners for I agree. for Zac. Yep. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Do you know the real story of Ted? Like he's a fucking psycho, yeah. man. Like. Are you kidding me? Him and um, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, definitely know, eating people. It's just Albert t- Fish. It's like, yeah, with all the serial killers. And I guess the one why Ted Bundy sticks out to me is because he was actually going to be somebody. He was actually a lawyer. He defended himself. Like, yeah. that's that to me is like, okay, that that's on the verge of being a psycho. Because yeah. it's like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna defend myself yeah. in my own trial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just, but like you said, it's definitely they definitely got a boner for Zac Efron. I mean, great job he did. I give him that. Great. I still have not seen it. I need to see it. Oh, is it actually a good movie for what it's worth? Like, is it a good movie? It is. It is. He definitely. Um, I'm not gonna do no spoilers, but he definitely okay. does a very, a very uh, convincing Ted Bundy. Like you feel like you are really staring into the eyes of him. Yeah. And they got the. Perfect. They got all the scenes nice. pretty nice. Like, and I know he's also, I think he was a politician too, I think, at one point. Yeah, he was. He was, And that's weird. Like, that's what I don't like to see. Like, he was very smart, yeah. but you used it for evil. And I, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, his, his, he was his charisma and his, <laughs> his like, wit, his it's tenacity. Like fallout, it's like Fallout. And yeah. uh, you put your intelligence and your persona into, like, tricking oh. people. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It definitely, definitely. And I've been guilty of doing that yeah. to my character, too. It didn't work off in the end, so yeah, yeah I, I know. Hey, man, but I tucked my way out of a lot of different confrontations and fallout. With oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Def- <laughs> definitely. If, you're, if your charisma's at 10, yeah. you can charm your way out. Yeah. So, for those of you guys that don't, we're talking about Fallout, uh, the video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm back on Fallout 3 right now on the PS3. Best uh, one. I think it's the best I one. I think it's the best one. Uh, I think it's uh, Fallout 3, New Vegas, and then Fallout 4 in mm-hmm. that order. You know, it's weird. A lot of people like to argue Fallout 2 is the best one for PC. Yeah. It, it's it's up there, but I think being part of this, the new era as far as like video games, yeah. in the RPG era, yeah. I feel like it, the way you said it is perfect. <laughs> I feel like yeah. 3, New Vegas, and then 4. Yeah, and, and you know, also, to kind of give credit to, like, let's say, Fallout 2, uh, I played Wasteland 2. On the PS4, mm-hmm. and they're they were the ones I think who originally uh, the first wasteland kind of gave the influence, or they had something to do with Bethesda and, and mm-hmm. doing the first Fallout. Um, but Wasteland Two and on the PS4, uh, I know it's a uh, it came out a couple of years ago. That one has a true I think face uh, Fallout Two. Uh, okay. Like the spirit of those those fallouts, mm-hmm. uh, and actually, and um, I got my uh, PS2 up and running again, and apparently there's a fucking PS2 fallout 
Uh, I think it was the Brotherhood of Steel. Oh, that's a DLC. No, 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 no. no. Oh, it's an actual game? It's an actual game, dude. Um, you got me on that one. Yeah. You definitely I think got it's me on that the one. PS2 Brotherhood of Steel. And it looks like old school Fallout. Uh, wow. Let's see, Fallout PS2. The Brotherhood of Steel. Because there is a DLC, but it's... What? I remember... Yeah, s- and I've seen this cover, I've dude. seen the cover. Yeah, You're right. I've seen the cover, I've seen dude. the cover. Yeah. What? Yeah. And it's a Fallout game, man. Wow, it's mind-blowing. I- <sighs> yeah. You sure it's not PS1? No, it's PS2, man. And I've been looking yeah. for that shit ever since I found out. I, I, I've not been able to find it. So it's kind of weird, like... Wow. Yeah. It's like one of those rare ones, those yeah. rare games. Yeah, like the weird, odd releases. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's one of those things where um, you, I don't know. I like I like fighting weird ass games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about more about video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. but um, I I don't know. Since I got my 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 PS3 modded uh, a while back, and so I got myself you know playing like. Uh, PS1 games and all kinds of shit going on. And, I mean, it, it already played PS1 games, mm-hmm. but I'm just like putting on games that I never had before, you know, mm-hmm. uh, ISOs and just, just on the USB, USB. Mm-hmm. fucking amazing. And since I rediscovered my PS2, I've been looking for different games and I've been playing um, uh, Boulder's Gate is one of my oh, favorites, yeah, uh, old school slash hack and slash RPG. Dude, one. it's amazing. Yeah. And I tried getting... Um, Champions of Norath, which is another uh, another game like that, but like on steroids, just so much better. This motherfucker on eBay, I'm not, I don't know his name, I'm not going to say his name, but he had the fucking balls <laughs> to put it's in good condition. And he sent it to me, and it's in the shittiest condition ever you can ever fucking think of. I'll show you right now the way it looks. Oh, man. There's a huge dent crack in it. It looks like glass when you break glass and, and it shards off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it looks little... like a weird shape. Oh. And there's some two gashes on it. Like, dude, where the fuck do you, where do you get that that's in good condition? Like, he photoshopped it. I guess. It looks like shit, dude. So I'm like, hey, man, I want my fucking money back, dude. And he's like, all right. So he's like, send me a shipping label or whatever. Mm. And I'm like, man, I should just send him my other champions in the round that doesn't work. And I'll just send him. Just have him take know. it. I don't know. No, but I mean, whatever. It's just, I'm going to get my money back. It's all good. I mean, it's always risky doing that. It's but just... I mean, if you're putting it in good condition. Yeah. If you're putting it in good condition. I saw other dudes putting it acceptable. And I'm like, okay, at least you're being honest. But this guy said good. I mean, that's a risk. You're right. But, you know, it's eBay. You get your money back. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. I didn't complain too much. Um, So one of the the topics that I I think I talked about with Fabian, um, he's another um, guest on the podcast, Mm -hmm. Uh, another co-host and stuff. He comes out. Uh, We had done... Uh, a, a bit or we talked about reaction videos um, we brought it up we worked to it was a que- that was actually a fan question mm-hmm. one of our listeners from oh man I think it was under Philly mm-hmm. he asked us a question he says what, what are your thoughts on reaction videos and at that time I didn't really know much about him and I didn't know what he was talking about well, ever since we saw him and I started looking at him more and seeing him more because of the question, I've been seeing that more lately, you know? The one that kind of... 
put me over the top that pissed me off to no end was this dude who had apparently had never heard um, Freebird from Leonard, Leonard Skinner. Skinner. Okay. Now, I'm like, dude, what's up with that? First of all, am I supposed to give this guy a cookie? Or am I supposed to give this normie, I guess, this is what I call normies, right? Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to give him a clap and a pat on the back because his dumbass has never heard Freebird? And I could guarantee you that a lot of these people, their uh, reactions aren't authentic because I'm pretty sure they just want subscriptions and just likes. Definitely. You know what I mean? I know we talked about doing the same thing with, uh, oh yeah, with the song Jump. The, yeah. The, re, the, the, the cover with the Armin cover, Van Buren. Which is... There's a cover of Van Halen's Jump. If you guys haven't heard it, it's... It's abysmal. I would not recommend it. Don't give the guys the time of day. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure we could do a reaction video off that easily. Mm, definitely. Um, and so, what's your take on, on on a lot of these dudes doing these reaction videos? Like, do you think they're authentic, first of all? Like, are, are they being genuine? I feel like some of them are. Mm-hmm. But I feel like most of them, like, I feel like it's a, a trend. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how, and I see it a lot, too, like, I follow I follow YouTubers. I subscribe to YouTubers that follow the same trend. Like they got this trend right now where they go to different. They let the person in front of them order when they go to a restaurant. Everybody's doing it. I feel like this is the same thing, but when it's a genuine reaction, I feel like you can actually see it in that person. Like like either their facial expression or their something will go off. Like whoa, okay, like this is weird. Yeah, but I feel like reaction videos. When it comes to music, yeah, I feel like some most of them are genuine. I'll say the majority I feel like are genuine, because it's like they usually put them on music that they don't really listen to. Yeah. So it's like wow, it's it's like a really big hit for them, like a really like. Oh, so do you think back. maybe some of the song choices? I think to me personally, I feel like some of the song choices are a little bit too um, um, light. Like, how have you not heard? Freebird, or yeah, how have you heard a lot of these songs? Let's say uh, "Sweet Child of Mine" from Guns N' Roses, mm-hmm. or have you not heard a lot of these songs? Right? Now, if you're gonna be like, "Oh man, I've never heard Hammer Smash Face" by you know Hammer Smash Face by from right. from Cannibal, yeah. well, of course I could be like, "All right, well, yeah, he's never heard it before." Mm-hmm. Like you gotta sort of sort of dig deep, or maybe he never saw uh, Ace Ventura, but like, but, <laughs> but like. It's one of those things where, how do you not hear those songs? And that kind of surprises me. Yeah. For one, but I think that maybe they should be given. Maybe they what these guys should do is like do a vote. Hey, what songs should we uh, should I check out next? That blah blah, and then have the people put it, like just give their two cents. Like, oh, listen to this band or listen to this yeah. song. How about you listen to? Uh, you know, Six Feet Under, listen to um, Dying Fetus, <laughs> yeah. listen to uh, this song, and blah, blah. And, you know, some of it was really light, or like they're listening to Metallica. Mm. First time, first time listening to Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth, blah, blah. And I'm yeah. like, come on, dude, that's still kind of like. I feel like that right there is for views. I feel like yeah. you, you know, like even if 
you know that band. Yeah. You know Metallica. Like yeah. Metallica's an iconic band. Yeah. You know them. Megadeth, you yeah. know them. They're iconic. I feel like if you play a song from Metallica that they don't know, like don't play Into the Sandman. Don't play none of that. Yeah. Like play a song that they don't know. And <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, like, okay. I don't know who this is, but I kind of can, I can go to it. Or yeah. even the same thing with like, play some, don't play some metal that people know. Yeah. Like play some metal that they don't know and then let yeah. them make their own presumption. Yeah. Because I feel like, I feel like you, like as far yeah. as like, when they do play, like you said, those those songs that everybody knows that are iconic and yeah. they're like, oh, I've, and you've seen it in the videos. They're like, oh, I remember hearing this. I remember the yeah. beat or I remember this. Like, yeah, yeah that you already know it, but play something yeah. different from that band and yeah. see, compare. It's like, uh, how about we don't even, you know, we just put on uh, B-sides to some bands or whatever mm. the fuck. Here. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous, man, to me to even consider that, man. Uh, but I don't. I don't. I. I don't know. I just personally don't think that they deserve all the recognition that they des- that people are giving them. I agree. Simply because uh, I feel like it personally to me. I don't think that they're all being genuine. Um, because I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like you know what? Why do I have to be giving this guy a like or a subscription for him being an army and not knowing? Yeah, anything not knowing. Else? An actual you know, song. I mean, congratulations for fucking listening to the song yeah. for the first time and you're like 30-something, dude. Mm-hmm. Congrats, buddy. And that's fucking it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to fucking do more than that. I agree. Uh, so it's infuriating because it's like uh, you see these other other YouTube channels that are struggling and they have actually something really good to say. Content. And they're And yeah, they have better content, probably better editing, better everything. And these guys are fucking suffering mm-hmm. and not getting the views. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, that's why it's one of those things that just does bother me the most. But, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, one day maybe we should do a fucking rea- I would, a reaction video. I would love that because, I mean, a, a legit reaction video to, like, like yeah. you said, the jump. Like, a, like oh, no. To that jump song or maybe, like, to a fucking, a pop song or some yeah. shit, you know, Cardi B. Right. Uh, who just recently rescheduled. But. So... In El Paso, Texas, she rescheduled her her visit Concept. tonight. Yeah. Right? I don't know. Are there any reasons? Officially? She said it was for reasons outside of her um, her area. She or her zone. She can. She had no. She can. She had no control of it. Pretty much. Oh, right, so, right, I mean, right. so she didn't have control. That's fine. It's. it's they probably fine. told her, "Oh, there's immigrants. <laughs> uh, be careful." Shoot, that didn't stop Donald Trump. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Which is another topic in yeah. its own, but isn't this bitch like fucking Cuban or some shit? What is she? Uh, I don't know what the hell. Puerto Rican. I know she's mixed with something, but yeah, yeah. she's. I don't, I don't know what she is, but I mean, well, I do. She's probably out. Like, is she the one who like drugs people and takes her fucking money? Her, <laughs> her past, she did do that. I mean, and and I'm not gonna lie. I mean, that's her past. Her past is her past, but she. I, I I listen to her music when I like to get hype. Yeah. The same way I can listen to her music, the same way I can listen to Slayer, the same way I can listen to any metal which or any pop, anything. Like I, I can listen to anything. And that's pretty much that's pretty much where I become the outcast. Yeah. More power to you, man, because appreciate it. There's a lot of things that I think that I listen to, uh, and uh, you know you show your 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 metal brethren, mm-hmm. and they're like, 
Really? The fuck's wrong with you, man? Why are you listening to that shit? You know, one one of the prime examples I think you might know. Uh, I, I like listening to like the Gypsy Kings mm-hmm. a lot, and I like listening to a lot of acoustic music and stuff like that. You know, eighties um, freestyle. Like I always fucking bring out eighties freestyle. I agree. I'm in that realm. I'm in that realm, but yeah. I feel like, like, <clears throat> I mean, this is going up, but concerts. Like I feel like I've never like. Again, going back to the recently just went to the Slayer concert. The, yeah. I've never felt like an actual, like, like bond, like a brotherhood bond than I felt at a rock concert. Like, rock, con- I feel like like when you go to a rock concert, you all go to a rock concert. It's yeah. not just one person. You all go and you all enjoy the music. Yeah. Now, I've been to both, a rock and a rap and a hip-hop. In hip-hop, I feel like I'm, like, just I'm, I'm by myself, like. Like or I'm w- by myself with the person I'm with. Yeah. But I feel like when I go to a rock concert, I feel like me and the person next to me can be like, oh, we don't even know each other, but yeah. psh, the music will get you into yeah. it. And you start talking and you start rocking out. Yeah. And that's what I like. And I like the energy from those kind of concerts. And that's what heavy metal does to me. It gives yeah. me that energy to where it's like, it takes me to the next level. And, and you feel like <laughs> you start hearing that guy, Slur! Yeah, exactly. Slur! Everybody just starts... It just starts. Yeah, and it, it just starts coming out, and it just all comes out, and it's yeah. like, like a, a, a funny story. I mean, it's a quick funny story. Like, <clears throat> my parents aren't like they're not like biased towards rock. They're they're accepting of it, but they have a, a weird opinion as far as like again the mosh pits. Mm-hmm. And I told them like the mosh pits are very friendly. Like, mm-hmm. don't get it confused about oh they ride they ride and they push each other. No, like if you see them. They yeah, it's it's the energy they push each yeah. other and stuff. But if you see them, if someone falls, yeah, everybody's oh, on that person to pick them up. Absolutely. So it's like you and I always tell them you get you got that misconstrued right there. Yeah. Like where you equate again equating rock or heavy metal with violence, and it, it's not. It's just yeah. feeling the energy in the energy in the building. Yeah. A hundred ten percent. I agree with you on that, and I and I feel like well, I have, I have a a good story actually to add on well, to that. So, but I mean. Take a piss break and be right mm-hmm. back. Yeah, so so what you're saying, you know, when I had gone to um, uh, 70,000 Tons of Metal, uh, it was a, the cruise ship where 60 bands play. And it's amazing, right? You get to hang out with them and drink beer and stuff. And it's all cool. And, and I was actually at the Nippon Death uh, show. And... One of our buddies was telling me, like, hey, we're going to go check out another band before the, cl- the their, before Nate Palm's uh, set finishes so we can catch it on time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool. Let me, let me go get him. I'm like, I'm like, do you know where he is? He's like, yeah, he's in the fucking pit. And I'm like, oh, shit. He's in the pit at a fucking Nate Palm death concert. This is going to be fucking, uh, this is going to be quite a task. It's going to be a challenge. Yeah. So I went in. And I'm like just going in circles, man. Just going around, going around. I'm like, hey, Marco. I'm like, come over here. I'm like, we're gonna go. We're gonna go check out this band over here. He's like, okay, I'll go when it finishes. I'm like, all right. So like we went. I was going around in circles with him, and, and at one point, I made my way out. I was exiting, and it was by the the hot tubs. So people were like splashing water it all all the way over there to where the stage front, and we're like talking. It's not that far, but maybe it was like 20 yards okay. away. It's not entirely too far, but yeah, maybe 15. 
And so there's water over there. There's actually puddles in it. And I, I, I guess I didn't notice it or whatever. I just, I fucking slipped, dude. And Damn. I swear, dude, it was like Home Alone style. Uh, my feet first. My, I hit my back. Boof. My beer flew up. I could see it in slow motion. <laughs> and some dude cut my beer. Some dude what? cut my... Yeah, I, dude, he cut my fucking beer. But... Right time, first, right moment. Yes. But first and foremost... First most, foremost, whatever. Uh, these guys at the edge stopped the fucking pit. They came and fucking picked me up all at once. It was like... It was like these big dudes. It's like four guys. They just picked me up from my back and my, my arms. Whoop, they just flipped me up. And I'm like, you're right. I'm like, yeah, thank you. All right. And so they just kept going. And it was so fucking fast. It was so quick because my first thought was like, first, my first thought was like, oh shit, my beer. Of course. Because they're expensive. They're yeah. 10, bucks, 10 bucks a pop on the cruise ship. And my other thought was like, oh shit, I'm going to get fucking trampled. But no, not, it wasn't even like that, man. They picked me up right away and it was a really cool, I felt really like, oh my God. These are brothers. This is my metal brothers, dude. This, this is what they do for you, man. They just they stop everything and they fucking make sure you're safe, you know. Yeah, and I think I, I agree. That. That's yeah. that's a, another a very good story going back yeah. on like how the com- camaraderie yeah. between metalheads and however they want to call us yeah. metalheads, metal rockers, whatever they want to call us. But yeah, they're they're both good. It's a camaraderie. The, there is, and and I think there's something in that. You know, there's people who. We don't know what the fuck they're going through mm-hmm. that week, that day, um, and they need a way to sometimes potentially maybe just want to let out the aggression, and maybe that's just one one of the best ways for them to do it is go to a fucking badass metal concert and just, and just let loose. Yeah, and they're not hurting anybody because it's a fucking kind of a. People who, who know how to be in pits, yeah, it's like they know that it's just it's very organized. It's like a very organized chaos type yeah. thing going on. Um, and there's some there's always a few assholes, of course. Of course, yeah. They're yeah. the the alpha male, the ones that have been uh, drinking too much, and then they're just like ready. The, they just want to hit somebody. Yeah, they just want to get it. It's like, and and I, I know it sounds like being a dick, but sometimes it's like those bro metal dudes <laughs> who who don't know. Who yeah. don't know what it really is like to be in there? Yeah, they're probably wearing like affliction shirts, or shit, <laughs> like and, and like a metal militia shirt. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? And they yeah. only know they only know Pantera and Slayer. Those are the only two <laughs> bands that they know. Those are the only two bands that they know, and they're at a show. And, and they're just, at a show. They're they trying just... to just beat someone up because they think that's what it is, but it's not that, man. No, it's it's, you know? it's way more than that. If, yeah. if you're a true metalhead, you know yeah. the pit is way more than that. Yeah, man, you take care of each other. You take yeah. care of everybody, but you have fun at the same time. Exactly, you have yeah. it, and it goes back to the energy, and it's it's fuck yeah, the dude. energy from from the music, the riffs, whether it be from anything from that they're doing yeah. on stage. It's the energy, and that's that's what people feel. And when you're in the pit, when you feel that energy, it's just like, dude, you really want to just rock out, and it's like that's how you that's how they show it without getting violent, right? But like, exactly. you, like you said, you got those those couple of assholes that have been drinking and like you said yeah and they ruin it and it's usually they get kicked out but i mean Mm. (laughs) that actually happened at slayer dude i don't know if you saw that i did i did see it and the the show hadn't even started (laughs) (laughs) i did did you hear that story because some guy told me that 
Oh, I, I don't. Even, I feel bad saying it. That some some girl got hit. Yeah, I saw it. Oh, uh, you saw it? Yeah, from during way the Cannibal Corpse set. No, it hadn't, the show hadn't even the show started. Hadn't started. No, because I came in in the middle of the Cannibal Corpse set. Yeah, no, I was barely walking in. It hadn't started yet. He was at the very front, like at the front, 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 front mm-hmm. of the stage. And he started getting uh, rowdy with the security up there, and then they told him to get the fuck out. So they start pulling him. Well, this genius, she gets the idea. She fucking throws a beer on him, on his face. As soon as soon as she did that, security was just like next to him. They were holding him. He fucking clocked her, dude. He fucking clocked her cold, knocked her ass on the fucking floor. She looked all fucked up and disoriented or whatever. And he, they dragged his ass off after that. Oh, and everybody was like, woo, because they, they took his ass away. You know? yeah, yeah. But she got clocked, dude. And it, it's it's bad, when, especially when you, you go there to have a good time. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, unfortunate for her situation. Yeah. But when you go there to have a good time, again, I, I don't know why she threw the beer at him. That's That might be on her. But you don't go to... Yeah, yeah, you don't go to a concert, to, especially during the... Like, the not even... It hasn't even started no, yet. No, dude, like, yeah, you don't... Yeah. You don't... And you don't start with your chingaderas. Mm. If you're fucking... I mean, he must have been fucking... He had to... Drunk already. Yeah, it's a pregame before he came. I'm pretty sure. I know there was some dudes talking about it uh, behind me. Like, oh, that's the same dude. That's the same dude who was uh, doing something blah blah outside. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he has the Pittsburgh jersey. I'm like, yeah, he had a fucking Steelers jersey. And I'm like, it had to be a Steelers fan. Uh, (laughs) Damn damn sure wasn't no Cowboy fan. No, fuck no. (laughs) And to elaborate on that story, um, because I had went with my girl, and she. and we went to go eat after the concert. And we went to Cane's up the street, Raising Cane's. Yeah. And so we're in there, whatever we're ordering. And then um, some guy comes in. Like, first off, just thrown off completely. He comes in with, like, he has a bunch of teddy bears. Like, just weird. And yeah. Beads and stuff. Like, whatever. And so we didn't pay him no attention. He's like, like, he looked strung out. Like, he was on something. Yeah. And so he was like, um, he was like, like, he just strung out. And he's like. I just came from hell and we're like okay we just did too we just saw Slayer we just came from hell too like and so <laughs> and then he started saying like he was like the rebirth of Christ and stuff like, oh, oh, whoa, 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 okay and then that kind of threw everybody in the place yeah. like whoa okay and um he was just randomly just walking up to people and just talking to him like just randomly talking to him but like making him feel uncomfortable like that kind of yeah and so the lady was like she was like, you're going to need to leave or I'm going to have to throw you out. And so he left. And then he came back in. Like, yeah. not five, six minutes later, he came back in. Oh, damn. Still, still on this trip about he's the second birth of Christ and stuff. And I'm like, this guy didn't even, <laughs> I don't think he went to the concert. He just, just he, he's on something, but yeah. he didn't go to the concert. Yeah. And so they ended up having to call the police oh, shit. to get him out. Yeah. And it's just an unfortunate situation to where it's like, I don't know what he was trying to do, but it's like, I felt weird when I was like, because he was like, oh, we came from hell. And I was like, okay, well, we did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we did I would have said the same thing. And I did say it. And I was like, he was like, yeah, but I'm the second birth of Christ. And I was like, oh, okay. okay, no, no. Yeah, okay. You, got, you got me. Yeah. yeah, you got me on that. Okay. <laughs> but it was, just an, it was just a weird situation to end the night. But it was definitely, you were there. Great concert. Yeah. Great show. For sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's weird. It's just... That would have fucking thrown me out. I'm like, dude, stop talking to me, man. Leave me alone. That's how I felt. That's how yeah. I felt. Very awkward. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not. I don't do very well with um, people that talk to me like that, like uh, religious folk like that. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, obviously he's he, he was might on something. Be, yeah, he might have been on something or not so well in the head, but um, I don't know. It just annoys the shit out of me. So I'm like, yeah, I don't got time. I, don't I got think time that's on. me and you are on the same topic on yeah. that one too. Because I definitely. Yeah. So uh, I think one of the major great topics. Actually, we were talking about it before we, we were recording. Yes, is uh, you know we talk about death, My the band, mm-hmm. and then we're like talking about Evil Dead and yes. stuff like that, right? And so we're looking at potentially some of like the correlations between metal and, and, and horror movies. Mm-hmm. But before that, I wanted to see had you seen any good horror movies lately. Uh, new or old, it doesn't matter. As of lately, mm-hmm. I have. I watched one. It was it was it's on Netflix actually. It's called. Uh, it's not horror. It's kind of thriller. It's um. It's called Thirteen Cameras, and then there's a sequel called Fourteen Cameras. Okay, I've seen the I've seen the. Covers okay, so you've yeah. seen those. I haven't seen them, but I've seen the covers. Okay, I will say that. Not speaking on those, but the. Most recent one I've seen that really tripped me out, which I really wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's called The Martyrs. Yeah, uh, Martyrs. I know which one. It's a, I don't think I've seen it. It's a, it's an indie film, like how, yeah. uh, indie film how they show like at um, the Sundance festivals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, and it's I highly recommend that one because it does deal with um, that breaking point between death and life and going yeah. passing on to the other side. Okay. And it it turn it's a thriller, yeah. but it turns into an actual horror film because it's like it really this this girl this lady she really gets pushed to the limit yeah to the point where um, she contemplates contemplates on going to the other side or staying here on this planet and, yeah. and it's actually at first I didn't get it but it was like once you get towards the end it's actually really an amazing film okay. and again I'm not going to spoil it but the movie is called The Martyrs that's probably one of the, the last ones the last good one that I've seen yeah and it, it's uh, and, and as me I, I have the I call it Shudder yeah the, the Netflix of horror yeah so I mean I saw um, there was one of my favorites is uh, classic is uh, Suspiria yeah, Spirit has been one. I of know my they redid that one. I have not seen the remake though. I don't think I will watch the remake because I'm too cult classic as far yeah. as like the old one. Yeah, with the movies like yeah, and and again with um, the the directing in that one, yeah. it, it just I don't think it would work for me as a as a cult classic. Yeah, but um, I mean I have seen a couple of a couple of misses and a couple of hits, but yeah. It's just it, with horror. I'm, I'm also a fan of cheesy horror. Yeah. Like I like, oh no, of course. I like eighties cheesy yeah, horror. I like, think we 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 hit up hit it up too when we were talking about we we're talking about a lot of different movies. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean zombie, zombie uh, definitely. Fuji has uh, a way of making movies, and um, but I mean Evil Dead. Evil Dead. You know, I love I love I love <clears throat> Evil Dead too. I like them all, but like I love Evil Dead too because it's like it's so weird and wacky. It's so fantasy, like yeah, it's definitely fantasy. I love, I love it. What is it like? But but Mary Lou, or what did he say? Mary Beth, I'm not holding your hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just so kooky, but it just it, it still has a plot and it still yeah. has a story, and that's yeah. that's what a good horror like. I'll be honest, the 
the one horror movie that got me, like, to as far as like the horror genre, yeah. was Night of Living Dead, the nineteen sixty eight version, yeah. George A. Romero's one. That once I saw that movie, I was like, I, I instantly got hooked into horror yeah. type movies. Have you seen the remake in the nineteen nineties? Yeah, dude, I did see it with Tom uh, Savini. Yeah, with he, Tony he, Todd, right? No, uh, it was a Tony. Yeah, Todd. it was a Tony yeah. Todd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. He see. plays Ben. Yeah, he does. Um, it's it's Tom Savini, dude. The fucking makeup effects are. Yeah, and he's really he, good. He, dude, he's good. It's a he's, fucking great movie. And that that's yeah. It, you know, the like cute redhead. You know, like, even the yeah, <laughs> even the remake was like okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it to me it doesn't matter. Like I like black and white. Like yeah. one of my oh, one of my favorite movies is also a 1920s movie. Is, is Nosferatu. Yeah, it's silent, but it gets the point. But the fucking makeup effects are yeah. good. The very, makeup, the makeup very, and it's good. still creepy. Yeah. But it's just oh, he's super creepy. He's very creepy, and it's like <laughs> oh man, like and then I just started like getting into horror completely, and I guess that's where that horror horror metal thing kind of went because. With yeah. horror, it always had some metal type of music, and Fuck I was like, yeah. okay, I started listening. Like, okay, like I like horror, but I like the music that goes with it too. And then yeah. that's when I started putting both of them together. And then yeah. Halloween, my mom, oh, she got me onto Halloween, and Halloween is just the first so one. Good. The first one, yeah, it's just yeah, exactly. It's yeah. so good, and I think with that one, the horror, the horror surrounding it is that it can actually happen. That's an actual like. Yeah. I mean, my favorite is still Jason. Yeah. Friday the Thirteenth. But oh, he would talk yeah, about that. That's still my Bitches favorite. Bitches be tripping. Yeah, but exactly. <laughs> Bitches be tripping. <laughs> there's there's so many memes about Jason, yeah. and it's crazy. I love it. It's crazy, but it's it's like that can't happen. Like there ain't gonna be no reincarnation right. of some or kid some that dude, traveled. You know, yeah. yeah, or Freddy. Like there ain't gonna be no guy in your nightmares. But yeah. Michael Myers, it, it, I don't think it was so real. It's the same thing with Jaws. Jaws wasn't considered. A, it's considered a thriller, which is weird. But it is a horror movie because it's right. like that can happen, yeah. and that's yeah. what makes it scary. Yeah, and, and anything, anything to me that that signifies stuff like that is mm. is amazing. Going back to uh, Romero and his movies, let's yes. say for example, um, especially Night of the Living Dead. I think it was somewhat of a, excuse me, like a Frankenstein sort of story because you start questioning. The way that people are treating these fucking animals and the, the way yeah. they're treating the zombies, I guess. Yeah. And especially when they're rounding them up and they're shooting them, yeah. like fucking, the hunt, like hunting them like for sport, mm. when they're treating them like shit. Like, that used to be somebody, man. Exactly. That really did. That, that used to be a, you know, a mom, person, a, a living dad, person, a yeah. person, man. And you're like treating them like shit with no dignity, mm. you know. And I know this is like, I'm talking like they're real, but at the same time, that's just the way I see it, but. Um, with Frankenstein, we we had the the story of Doctor Frankenstein making this creature, mm-hmm. and everybody was really scared, and they, were, they didn't like the the monster mm-hmm. because they had never seen anything like yeah. that before, right? The unknown. They didn't know what the fuck it was, and what they didn't know what the fuck it was, they'd like you know what? Let's go tar and feather it, and let's go fucking yeah. kill it, and you know, pitchforks and fire and whatever. And the monster was really fucking resentful. Mm-hmm. Because he was like, what the fuck did I ever do to you? I never did anything to you. I was just here. Yeah. I never did anything. So he got a lot of resentment, especially towards Dr. Frankenstein, to Victor Frankenstein, because he was like his creator. Mm-hmm. But his creator left his ass to just... Rot, pretty much. Pretty much, like because this. he was scared of his ass, too. Mm-hmm. Frankenstein was like, fuck, I'm scared of your ass, too. I'm going to leave your ass alone. Yeah. I'm going to forget about you. 
you start to wonder at that point the same thing who's a real monster at this point is it the Fre- is it Dr. Frankenstein or is it the monster the creature you know I love that question and I love that question because it does it, it's be- it's crazy because it actually goes into what's going on with society now yeah. as far as like again who's the real monster in that case like again the controversial scene and it was very controversial it still is when he throws the little girl in the water but he doesn't know any better. Right. And that's because no one taught him. Yeah, he's, he's, he's still innocent. Yeah, you know? exactly. He's, he's, he's still learning. He's yeah. still learning. Exactly. So it's like, but in their eyes, it's like, oh, no, he's he murdered, just murdered somebody. Yeah. It's like he doesn't know. He doesn't know anything. It's the same thing when, um, when he meets that blind guy mm-hmm. in, the, in the shack. Yeah. And the blind guy, he doesn't, doesn't know. He doesn't see because he doesn't see him physically. He right. just knows he's, a, he's yeah. somebody. Yeah. So he treats him like a normal person. Yeah. But again, it goes back to society how how they treat the unknown like it's like um, like an outcast, pretty yeah. much. They treat yeah. the unknown like an outcast yeah. instead of trying to embrace it. And, exactly. and it's a very good story. Very yeah. like I love those old school yeah. monster stories, Wolfman, the, Dracula. Like I love all that. those. And it, and it plays out in, in Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, yeah. like who were the real monsters? Was it the people or the fucking zombies? And it does because when you think about it, the zombies were just acting on instinct. Yeah. At that point, they were just acting on instinct. They weren't. They weren't. They weren't thinking anymore like a normal human person. Where we have crazy thoughts. People have crazy thoughts. These guys didn't anymore. Mm. They were just on instinct. They're just running. They're pretty much brain dead at that point. Like, yeah, they just wanted to eat. <laughs> and that, I mean, who can't relate to a zombie? Yeah. When you're hungry, you, yeah. you, you change. Yes. Like, and this, you don't need yeah. a Snickers to tell you that. Yeah, exactly. You're hungry, you, you change. Yeah. So, right now we're talking. And we mentioned another great zombie movie. Right? Yes. So. Train to Busan. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen it, that is definitely, I would say, top Five for zombie movies, it's definitely up there. It's definitely earned its spot. Yeah. And just because of the the story behind it, and as far as, I mean, it's a long movie. It's like what? It's the close to two and a half hour mark? I think so. Yeah, it's, it's very long. Is it like, um, Korean? I think, uh, yeah, I think it's Korean. I think it is Korean. Because yeah. it does have the subtitles and stuff. Yeah. But it is definitely worth a watch. If you're a horror fanatic, it definitely is worth a watch. It's um about this guy, and they go through the the. They're trying to catch a train, hence the title, Train to Busan, and it, it ends up getting intercepted by uh, zombies or this outbreak, and it's him and his daughter, and he's trying to. He's trying to catch a train back, I guess, to Busan, to with his daughter, but going through the whole obstacles of the zombies, and. These aren't your normal zombies. These zombies are very smart. They're the uh, the World War Z zombies. There we go. And they run. They they have a, a good sense of smell. And it, it's just really... And it shows as far as like... Because it's a bunch of people trapped in a train. So yeah. it shows how society acts when they're put into a, a, a vile situation. Right. And it shows some people definitely do have... They show their, their true colors. And they show their bad side. And then you got some people that do show their good side. And... Yeah. They show their humanity, and yeah, it's it's definitely a worth a watch if you're a horror fan. Oh fuck yeah, definitely it's, worth a watch. It's it's, and if you're um, claustrophobic, fucking watch it. Mm. It's fucking outstanding for that reason. Yes, uh, 
it's it close quarters situations like holy fuck like what are you gonna yeah. do like like almost like grab your clothes like they're gonna grab your shoelace boot like close like just so right fucking at the close, tip dude. yeah it's and it, yeah not good it 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 definitely is like you said if it's claustrophobic if you're claustrophobic it's definitely a movie you can watch and be like okay like you, you'll feel like you're yeah. claustrophobic in the room it's yeah definitely, dude, definitely. it has that vibe I love it dude for that reason you know and of course I mean look to me the, the, the great what I really liked was like the relationship between the father and the daughter and how it yes. develops during the movie yeah I mean that was a huge part of, of the, the whole thing a big part of the movie yeah and and some of the people they meet along the way you know it's, 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 a, it's a really fucking good movie um if you guys like zombie films, um, and if you're on the fence about zombies that run really fast, you know what? It's it's all good, man. It's it's actually kind of you kind of forget about that when you're watching it. It's just a little different type of thing. Like if you guys have ever seen Twenty Eight Days Later or whatever, like that wasn't necessarily zombies. They were like some sort of like rabies uh, hybrid thing. hybrid variation yeah. that people were like went all fucking nuts definitely like this is something maybe similar to that or whatever but it's really fucking cool um, actually I'll be honest with you man lately and it's been uh, within a year or two maybe uh, about a year the one that did it for me what did it like that was like no doubt Scared the shit out of me. Like it really did scare me. Was Hereditary? Have you ever seen Hereditary? <sighs> I think it's on Prime, dude. It's on I, Prime right now. Ah, uh, you know what? And it is in my list. It's okay. in my list. Like, if you want to get scared, if you want a good movie that you have not seen in a long ass time, and we're talking a long time, dude. This is a good. It's gonna hold up. It's called Hereditary. Holy shit, dude! There's just so much to it. It's so weird. But it's like it's still creepy and scary. The, there's a little bit of gore here and there, a little bit of deal with like some magic, some sort of like witchcraft stuff that you know needs to be finished. Like it's really fucking good and smart, man. It's just done in, in, in such a way that, like, towards the end, you're wondering what the fuck is going on. Like, you know, you're like thinking what's happening, but then it just pieces itself together and you start to figure oh this is what happened this is what's going on Whatever. but it's amazing dude yeah I, I had to see it twice okay. to get the plot yeah just... yeah to like really fully understand and comprehend everything those are the kind I of saw movies. it twice uh, I saw it once and I'm like okay I think I get it uh, but I saw it again and I'm like okay I, I, I get it like I know what's going on and it's fucking great man uh, you love the the gore in it it's, mm-hmm. it's really good okay. uh, and the way the, the way it was filmed it was really great. They start doing. Uh, I think they start messing with fucking with like, was it tilt shift or whatever? Like this effect. Okay. Uh, this, right. this effect on like a neighborhood. Let's say they would put a shot on, on, on and make it look like it was small and like a toy. Oh, with then it the way, zooms out. Yeah, the way they would zoom out. The way they zoomed out on the camera angle, and the the I think it was the effect that they put on it mm-hmm. made it look tiny. Like a little tiny home, oh, like a okay, little, okay. but it was just the effect that they put onto the camera, and, and they used a lot of really cool, smart, mm. um, lent, uh, just I guess ideas and uh, effects and stuff mm. when they were filming. That was, that, 
there's another cool movie that I saw, but I don't. I wouldn't say it's been scary. I think it was uh, fucking weird, and it was called The One I Love. Um, I'm not sure if it's on. It's on. It's on Hulu, I think. Is it? I think it, it's on Hulu. it has to be on one of those streams. Yeah, I think it's on Hulu, and it's called The One I Love. And it's like a, a strange movie about this couple who are having marital pro- marital problems. You know, their 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 therapist is like, "Oh, I, I have the right thing for you. You guys need a vacation in my cabin," and blah blah blah. And they start to figure out that they're not the only ones there in the cabin and in the. It's not like a cabin. It's like a big property. Okay. It's not even in the woods either. It's just like a big ass house and really nice area. They start to figure out that they're not the only ones there, and there's this whole other weird dimension thing going on that they are trying to figure out, and they're trying to come to, they're trying to like confront it and trying to like understand what it is, but there's this like other world that makes them. You know, they just act weird. They're just—it's mm-hmm. just such a fucking weird movie, man. I, can't, I don't want to get away too much. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, that's why I'm saying, like, it, it, when you watch it, you're like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> you're like, "What's going on?" And it's so cool. Like, it's such a fucking cool movie. So I check. I recommend that one. Uh, okay, the, the one I love. It's so good, dude. The one I uh, love. And it's kind of quirky, kind of weird. Have you ever seen Creep? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's another good one, by the way. Uh, that guy who plays the creep guy, uh-huh. he plays the main guy. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, he oh, plays okay. the main dude oh, in, in this one. Yeah. And uh, he, he, I could tell you, he plays a good creep. His face, dude. In the movie, yeah, yeah he did play a good creep. Like, it, it, uh, especially when he does the whole wolf yeah. mask thing. That shit was fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. he makes you feel like, yeah, oh, okay, uh, I'm weird. uncomfortable. Put your clothes on, dude. Right? Like, <laughs> he's so weird. Definitely. You know what's weird? I saw... And it's on Netflix, and yeah. I know how we're talking about like good horror movie. Yeah. This one was a disappointment, and oh, as no. a horror fan, it, yeah. and the actors that were in it was even worse because it was it was Kane Hodder, okay. Jason, uh-huh. and it was Tony Todd, Candyman, yeah, yeah. and okay. it, it just had like those two. Like you would figure with those two, what with their names, how they carry they their horror. Yeah. It's called uh, Death House. But it is no. so, and and the gore is there. I, I'll yeah. give it. To, I'll give it to them. The gore is there. Yeah. But I think it's more for just shock value because the story uh. is not there. And I'm like, like I know they're 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 right now they're B list celebrities yeah. and stuff. But it's like you got two icons and you and you still couldn't make as as a horror fan. I was really disappointed. It's what was it the one that was supposed to be like the. Uh, hmm. What was the action movie that they made with Stallone and everyone? Expendables. Is that the one that was yeah. supposed to be the Expendables, but with horror movie people? Because um, uh, they were supposed to do one, remember? With I don't know all if of them? Yeah, it was supposed to be like, all of them do some sort of like weird characters in the Looney Bin, and they're just trying to break out, I think, or they do break mm-hmm. out. or Yeah, something weird like that. And they were all, it was like supposed to be like the Expendables, but horror movie icons and shit, you know what I mean? I think Robert England was supposed to be, I don't know, it was supposed to be like a bunch of dudes that were supposed to be in that. That would actually... And, mm. I mean, that's pretty cool, I would say. I mean... <laughs> the idea, but I, I kind of feel like maybe they just decided to do that house. I mean, I, I oh, wish they would have did it. Like, I wish they would have done it the other way. Like, uh, even man. going to the new, the, well, the, the remake horrors, like, I'm yeah. looking at the, the Child's Play. Yeah. Chucky looks too 
too animatronic yeah. to where it looks weird. Like it looks, he looks too almost human. The the one there with Mark Hamill. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. weird because you got Mark Hamill, like you got a good voice actor, you got I the know. Joker, like I know, right? But <laughs> it, it's I, I don't know if that can help. It's I don't know if that can help that horror movie. It's just I I, I, I know what you mean. I saw it. Like, it looks fucking weird. Man. Yeah, it, it doesn't fit, and it's like. Like, to be honest, the one remake I did like, and it was really good, was the Evil Dead one. The Evil Dead remake was really good. I I, I can tell you what, man. I bet that if it didn't have the Evil Dead name, it would have probably done better. Yeah, it probably would have. Because people were expecting another Evil Dead. If they had just branded it something else. Yeah, it would have Or maybe, uh, uh, like, uh, side... Stories of Evil Dead, or like uh-huh. something, you know, like some sort of like, um, like Ash versus the Evil Dead t- tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it would have been like some sort of weird, uh, yeah, you know, side story. It would have been probably, it would probably done better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved it. I loved the the feel, the, the yeah, exactly. The, it felt, yeah, it felt, it felt like new era, but it still yeah. felt like the old eighties, yeah, Evil Dead. And like, and to be honest, they looked very the the monsters looked yeah. really good. It was fucking great. Was I liked great. it. But out of all the horror ones, like I didn't like the Friday the Thirteenth one. I didn't like the the, the uh, I didn't like the Nightmare on Elm Street one. He looked he looked that weird. one and it was uh, that one bombed. I think. Yeah, and it wasn't Robert England. That's what no, it was like, Watchmen. Was his name? Yeah, the guy from, from the, the Watchmen. Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, I forgot which one. But I, the one that I liked was um, the Halloween with uh, Rob Zombie. The one he did. Oh, the, the first one. The first one. Yes. I, I actually I like that one and I like it because he looked a little bit more like he was bigger yeah, and big, stronger yeah. and he was he like I'm a cult classic so I like the 78 version yeah. but he was like scrawny like in the, the 78 version he was like thin like like you, you know the scene where he picks yeah. the guy up and yeah. he stabs him and like yeah yeah oh in the no closet, way the, yeah in the hallway in the, yeah. in the room yeah. yeah no way you could do that yeah. but I mean the Rob Zombie version was definitely good like I I like Rob Zombie as a director. Like, one of my favorites is House of a Thousand Corpses. I, okay, I haven't seen that shit since it came out, so I need, I need to rewatch it. I liked... Uh, Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects? That was good. I mean, because they end it with... Uh, Which they're emphasizing on now. Yeah, they are... What did they end it with? Uh, um, we talked about it, the reaction video. Uh, Freebird. There we go. Freebird. I yeah, mean, yeah. that's... Oh, that, they end it, yeah. That's, with that's a fucking yeah. iconic scene. It's a good song to end with. That's a great scene. And then it was yeah. actual, like... A shootout scene. Yeah, so yeah. It, was, it was even it was better. Very cool. It was good. Yeah, um, I'm not a big fan of him, and in terms of music and stuff like that, his movies are. I think they're hit and miss. A lot of them are hit and miss. Um, he does. Yeah, I agree. But I, I kind of feel like he he's like a Tim Burton. You know, he puts his wife in there. Yeah, and she kind of uh, does the same thing. You know, she does. She but, plays the same character. But I mean, it's it's all good. I mean. I would still. I'll, 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 I'll watch it. You know what I mean. Yeah. I'll see what he's doing lately. This new one is it? What is it called? The new one. The, um, the one that's coming out. Uh, it's it's the devil. It's it's, it's a, a sequel to yeah, the it's devil the, Ajax. the third one. It's the third. Yeah, one to the I forgot what it's called, but I'm gonna watch it. Thirty one was all right, but he had one Lords of Salem. Mm-hmm. That one I, I didn't like, and that's probably the only one I didn't like from him. But the Halloween ones. I just didn't like it. The second one, the Halloween remake, where he made, uh, or was it the first one, where he made Michael Myers talk? And at the end, at the end, when they're they're the the helicopters are in there and they're they're spotting him, he actually says something. He talks, 
And I'm like, that you're taking the the fear factor from Michael Myers. Like, yeah. he's and I guess they always went with that. Like yeah. Michael Myers, Jason, they just never talk. Like, well, can you imagine? Like, <laughs> like if he does like a like an Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know? Oh my god, that <laughs> he's like that guy in the closet. Stick around, right? You know, like. <laughs> Oh man, I don't even know if, if I was in that scene, would I be like afraid to die, or I would just I would die laughing. I, at least I would die laughing. <laughs> You're like, God damn it, that's a good one, right? Oh, no, just like, oh, that's know. a good one. Go for the chest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I, I just feel like there's there's uh so many good horror movies, but then there's also so many like I don't. Uh, I remember it was a tradition. And this was this was after Blockbuster and all this. They had this uh, this series. I don't know if you watched it. It was called Horror Fest. Yeah, remember those? Or the After Dark series? Yes. And we would watch those as a family. Me, yeah. my mom, brother. Eight films tonight. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And we would, we would get excited for them. And I'm like, and I think that's what hyped up my like more gore factor. Like I wanted more gore and stuff. And it, wow. and it was just. Um, but it was a family thing, and it was like, wow, a family sitting watching horror, not watching no kitty movies, watching yeah. horror. Um, did you ever watch, like, Twilight Zone, right? I love Twilight Zone. Uh, I love Twilight Zone. There was the other one, there's the... Outer Limits. There's the Outer Limits. Outer Limits. Then there was the other one that I thought was interesting. Was it Monsters? Um, I think it was just called Monsters. I, yeah, I think it was. I don't know if it's and, on Prime. I think it's on Prime. I'm and they sure. had the family getting together for popcorn. They bring out this dish, and it's like worms and roaches and shit like that. Mm. And they're like, oh, my favorite. And the daughter has like one eye and shit. They all look like monsters and shit. Oh. And then they would like play... Uh, just It was like shows like that. So like mm. Tales from the Dark Side. Oh, uh, I'm a fan know, of that. The movie, the, yeah, the movie was the yeah. The movie was the shit, dude. Yeah, I agree. From Tales of the Dark Side, yes, sir. Where she's like, "Why did you tell me? Right. Why did you <laughs> tell?" She's like, like, "He's like, what the fuck?" She's all marked. <laughs> ah, why didn't you tell her, dude? Definitely. You shouldn't have told her. But no, yeah, it was it was um, that's a fuck. If you guys haven't seen Tales from the Dark Side, watch it, please. The movie, it's badass. Yes. Otherwise, whatever I just said makes no fucking sense. <laughs> just watch it. It's watch pretty, it. It's cool. Yeah, I agree. even even uh, Twilight Zone movie was Twilight. really good. It, it, yeah, it was. I mean, I think, to be honest, I know, I probably know every episode from the old school Twilight yeah. Zone. I mean... Any standouts? Favorites? Like, that, like that, that you're like... Instant. Look, we have to watch this one. Like Instant. You know. The the one with the the Martian. It's called the Martian. Oh, yeah. Where they go in the diner. Yeah. Yeah, and they're trying to figure out which Martian or... There's like seven people on the bus, and yeah. they're trying... There's eight people, and they're trying to figure out who the alien is or the Martian. That one... The the penny for your thoughts, where he flips the pen, where he throws the penny and it flips on its side. That one, oh, <laughs> talking Tina, oh, talking Tina. Oh fuck, I don't know why I saw that one. Oh, it's with the doll, where the doll, um, the doll, it's kind of like Chucky, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Well, like Annabelle. Yeah. But the doll comes to life. Oh shit! And it, it just like it torments this this dad. Yeah, yeah. To where this dad goes crazy. Yeah. And don't they all? Uh, I'm yeah. not gonna spoil that. I'll let okay. you watch it. Okay. There's that one. Um, my, me and my mom love the one with the slot machine because that one is true. Because it's like, it's this guy. Have you seen it? I don't think so. That uh, one, I don't think so. Oh, well, he gets addicted to gambling. Yeah. And it, it, it becomes to a point where he really, like, he just starts spending all his money and everything. Yeah. And uh, 
Well, at the end, pretty much what happens with every gambling situation that happens. There's um that one, um, the one where they go back in time, yeah. where the plane it gets lost in the air, um, it gets lost in the air, and then it goes back like thirty seven years, where like dinosaurs and everything. Oh, shit. There's like so many the monsters, the monsters on Maple Street. There's one that's really good. It's um and it shows how people are as a society. Where this guy he um he prepares, he builds his bomb shelter and everything. Yeah, and so. Some invasion happens. They think it's an invasion. And so no one else is prepared, but this guy is. And so all his friends and neighbors are asking him, like, hey, can we go in your bomb shelter? Can we stay in there? And he was like, no, I only got enough uh, supplies, food for me and my family and everything. And it shows how society is because they actually end up, um, like, breaking into the bomb shelter and actually just not caring, like, Damn. And it just shows how society is like when you're that desperate. Yeah, you'll do. You don't know what you'll do. So it. Yeah. And I, that's what I loved about the Twilight Zone. It always hit like towards the futuristic stuff, and it, it just. But it hit. It hit a lot of cool topics. It sure did. I mean, I think the one that I that I liked the most was the the old man and and. and his his clocks and his machines and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Like they come to life. Yeah, and he's always breaking them. Mm-hmm. The repairman is always like, you know, again another yeah, another, another time. One? Yeah, you know, and, and he's like, uh, you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> he's basically he's telling the repairman, look, fucker, you don't know you what don't happens know what's at good. night. Exactly, you don't know what happens at night. Like, and it's like, okay, whatever. And then all of a sudden, you're like. Oh shit! Like everything's like moving, moving and coming and to life. The clock, like the TV, mm. the fucking car. Yeah, like the car, I remember the car. Yeah, yeah it drives it up. Everything, dude. It's just that's a cool one. It's just a very good series. That's why I hope like going into the new Twilight Zone. Yeah, with Jordan Peele. Oh, I mean, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I haven't seen none of it, but I mean, because I don't have that CBS thing yeah. or C whatever. But I mean, this is the guy that made Get Out, which is. Get Out was definitely uh, I liked it. crazy. Like, wow, it was very intense. And, it, and it's just... It had a fucking crazy twist to it, too. Yeah, it did. It was pretty cool. I was I like, it. wow, it was, re- it was really a good... And, and then he did uh, Us. I haven't seen Us. Us is... Oh, that, that's definitely one you would have to watch, like, two or three times. Okay. Because it's definitely... Um, it, it goes to a, an event that happened in the, the 1980s. And okay. it, it kind of... So is it... Okay. It kind of activates off that at that off that event, and it, it's it's a really good movie. But you got to watch it a couple of times just to, to get the. It's like Inception. Okay. So that one, for sure, is a, a must watch. Definitely a must us. watch twice. Damn, because the first time you definitely okay. Yeah, you're not gonna it will be hard to get. Okay. Okay. But, I'll probably wait for that one. Now. I mean, I think it's already coming out. I think it's already coming out on DVD, which is weird, but it's definitely you will have to look up the event from the eighties. Okay. To, to find out but it, it's definitely a good watch definitely a good watch Jordan Peele is definitely a good very good director yeah so we talked earlier about a new segment that I wanted to create yes, sir. and I think this is a good time to um, I guess introduce it or to birth birth it <laughs> Bring it to life. Live. Yes. It's alive. Bring back to so, Frankenstein. Yeah, boy. Yes. So, first things first, 
the segment is called the Jocks That Rock. And actually, I used to play football in high school. Um, um, played safety, played running back, uh, played everything. Sometimes, sometimes played quarterback. Um, all around hard, hard hitter. Fuck you up. Okay. But always loved the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, sir. And always loved heavy metal. And so I figured it's a nice take on it, the jock that rocks. And I figured this would be a good time to talk about the boys and see what's going on, how they're doing. You know, what do you think is going on? What do you think is going to happen? <sighs> <laughs> it's a very interesting topic, uh, the Cowboys, because, yes, I am a Cowboy fan. Yeah. As <laughs> this subject wouldn't happen if, it was, yeah. if I wasn't a Cowboy fan. So right. I... <clears throat> I like what they've been doing. I just feel like there there is um we have the talent, I will say that. Yeah. We already have the talent to do it. It's just we don't have the I'm not gonna say the coaching, because I'm not gonna blame the coaching. I feel like I feel like uh Jerry Jones should take a back seat and just worry about Absolutely. like actually just worry about the organization and let someone else worry about the actual team. Because, I mean as cowboy fans a stadium's nice, fine, but we want a championship. Mm-hmm. Like we've been craving for a championship. It's been tough, almost going on a decade, 20 two, two some odd years. Man. Yeah, it, it's it's going on too long. I always make as a Cowboy fan. I'm still, but I always make the joke like our last our last Super Bowl victory. You can watch it on VHS. Yeah, and that's just that's just facts. You yeah, can, you can watch it on DVD. Right, but I feel like with where we're at right now. I feel like we got a good defense. You know, um, I think they're making improvements on plugging up the defensive line. Because now that you have, was it Gregory's out? Yeah. Irving's out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that what a fucking waste of time. <laughs> that was a bad thing. What a waste Waste of, I mean, I understand him 100% where he's mm-hmm. coming from. Um, you know, he's telling the NFL in the face, essentially, you would rather me much get addicted to opioids versus me smoking weed and, and mm-hmm. taking care of my pains that way. That's definitely the, and, the NFL's and, wellness policy. Right. And to me, I could see the big fuck you from him. I understand it. Right. I get it, man. And I get yeah. it. And I think he's right in a, a lot of different ways. Because if you even looked at when I said Will Smith, I think he did that uh, the concussion movie. Yeah, yeah. They tried stopping that shit from even happening. Because of the implications of like, oh shit, people are going to figure out the NFL is what's going to happen yeah. with the NFL, what, what they're doing. But it's been happening. Like it's been, of course, it's been happening. Mm-hmm. But these motherfuckers have so much fucking control, dude. And they have a lot of influence, mm-hmm. man, and what and what happens with people and whatnot. And anyways, I'm going off topic with with they lost Irving, they lost Gregory, yeah. they lost other players. Um. The biggest key I think they've lost because they should have gotten rid easily. They should have gotten rid of Terrence Williams and they should have kept Cole Beasley so he could keep bringing the fucking sauce. Uh, that was a fucking no-brainer. However, Beasley was asking for... Too, uh, he was asking for way too, way too much, much way than too what much. he's worth. But then again, he even said on Twitter that if, even if they had paid him what he wanted, he would have still fucking left. He didn't want to be there anymore. He just wasn't happy. And, wow. and later on, the last few months before he left, he was already he was talking so much shit about Dallas. So, 
I wish him no fucking luck in the Buffalo <laughs> and fuck that puto. <laughs> he could have his fucking hot sauce. I mean, there's a way to go about, like, as far as, like, leaving a team. But don't go ahead, like, I, I call it the Troy Aikman effect. Don't go bash the team that you... Dude! Like, with, don't do that. With, with of all people, with, um... Oh, my God, Joe Buck. <laughs> if you guys Notorious. know... If you guys know, he is the one I hate the most out of anybody in in, in sports. <laughs> news anchor. I I'm fucking anchor. hate him, dude. Sports anchor. Yeah, I fucking hate his... <laughs> Like, I better not see him in public. Like, I fucking <laughs> hate him so much. And he knows people hate him. Oh, he does. He's so backhanded. Like, he just talks shit about Dallas. Like, and, like, he just. It's bad because I think they talk, they talk, I think they talk shit because they know Dallas has the talent. Yeah. They just don't know that Dallas, Dallas doesn't know how to use it. Yeah. And that's what I think it is. You need a Well, put, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah it, it yeah. does. And, I mean. Your offensive line is good. Like, yeah. Your offensive line is not solid, but Fre- they're good. Fre- Frederick's coming back. It'll yeah. Be all, it'll be all right. But look, if you know that somebody, let's say, for example, like Jeff, uh, Jeff Heath, mm. who's a fucking hole in the uh, defensive backs. Definitely. He's a hard hitter. Put him as a fucking outside linebacker. Insert in uh, dime or, or, or nickel situations. Put him as an outside linebacker, man. Yeah. Put him in coverage. Maybe he can cover tight ends, dude. Put him to cover tight ends, man. Because he's not going to be able to do shit at safety because he fucking sucks. Mm. And now you're looking at free agents like Earl Thomas. They didn't fucking get. No. They didn't fucking get. Who's the other big one? Um, the, the other I dude don't... who I wish they would have gotten was the other big ass safety that came out of. Um, oh, uh, Honey Badger. I think Tyrone Matthews. He came out of. Uh, he came from the out? from the Cardinals, I believe. Oh. They they didn't go after Tyron Matthew and Honey Badger. They didn't go after his ass. Uh, they didn't go after. Um, who was another dude who just recently got fucking signed? I forgot what it was. But instead, they get this fucking like, you know, slowpoke George Iloka from the Bengals, mm-hmm. who is the same thing as Jeff Heath. Yeah, yeah the he's exact a hard same. hitter. But he's... It's like you're replacing some, yeah. someone with the same... Yeah. The same person. But yeah, but a, he's a little bit more reliable, I would say. Sli- slightly more reliable. And instead, you know, they're messing around. I don't know. They, they're just they're just doing all these things that they just... They need to fix. Yeah. Like, the secondary needs a lot of help. The other thing is that they need to just change their defense, man. Like... Their defense has been struggling. Even dude, since last season. Like, dude, they... You, you could see the holes in our they're defense. They're gold when they play... Man to man defense. Mm-hmm. When they're playing man to man, they're fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. When they switch over to def- zone, they fuck it all up, man. And all these people are like taking advantage. They take uh-huh. advantage of that shit. Yeah. Play fucking man to man, dude. Get stick get to corners. what you're good at. Get corners who are true corners, mm-hmm. man. And you know what, man? If you get beat, your homeboy over there should be able to fucking hook exactly. you up and cover you, man. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Because the thing is, is about the, the zone defenses is that these idiots don't realize that his other friends over here. If you see a running back mm. from the backfield, and he's the last man standing, moving around, and you're you don't have anyone else to cover. Naturally, you play man to man. You go, you're gonna gravitate towards the running back yeah. and stick with As him. You should and yeah. instead of lingering in your flat. Yeah, there's no one there anymore. Stop stick, stop sticking to the flats and go take that yeah. running back and be like, look, make sure he doesn't catch it, and boom, that's it, man. Yeah, like these guys are not playing. So, for, first of all, I think they lack a lot of fundamentals. 
uh, especially tackling. And Heath was the one who had the most missed tackles in 2018. 18. Yeah, I think he had 19 missed tackles. Yeah, he did the whole fucking year. That's the most out of any player by a long shot. Like no one ever had anywhere near as many as he did as 19 last year, this past season. Mm-hmm. Like that's just too much. Man. Like just instead of going for the big hits, tackle, wrap yeah. up, wrap up, be safe, dude. I think, that, yeah, I think I think they need to do more of that. Like, I feel like the defense is they're aggressive, but mm-hmm. they need to be more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like they could, they can be more aggressive. Yeah. As far as like you said, when they play zone, yeah. If you play zone aggressively, ain't nobody gonna get through your defense. Yeah. But when you're playing, <clears throat> when you're playing man to man, and Dude, you're playing and aggressive, they shine. there's pockets. Dude, they shine because the quarterback has to be fucking accurate. Mm-hmm. Exactly, you have to fucking you gotta sh- hit that on the yeah. nail. Or yeah. Exactly. They shy, dude, when they play by the way. It, it's a noise. That's what annoys me. You know, and, and it makes sense, too. Uh, Taco talk, talk Charlton was talking about how he didn't play 100% because he had been hurting because he fucked up his shoulder. And he had some sort of injury that he didn't disclose and he didn't talk about. Uh-huh. And so that's why he'd rather suffer the whole fucking year. He was like sucking ass because he didn't fix that shoulder. And you could tell he wasn't doing anything. I'm like, what kind of crap is this? This guy's supposed to be a first rounder. And he's, he's not even here. producing, man. <laughs> so I'm excited about this Jalen Smith and Vanderesh, dude. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Those two fucking They're dudes. gonna make a they're gonna make an impact. Dude. I mean, I, I I'm a, I'm excited for this season. Yeah. I think this season will will do some damage. We'll do some damage, but yeah. it, it, it's depending on the schedule too. Yeah. Like our schedule depends on what it looks like. Yeah. Because we could have <clears throat> We could have some. I mean, who recently? The Browns have up there. Like they got some good. They got a good defense now. Like and it's weird. They're my other team, man. They're my. <laughs> they're my sleeper team, man. They're your sleeper. I'm team. like they're gonna they, go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> they, I'm telling you, they got some. They got some heat coming down. Dude, they Baker Mayfield. Heat. Yeah. With OBJ, with Landry, with dude, they they've got it going on right now. It's man. it's. <laughs> They're definitely going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. I think, for sure. I mean, dude, they had it last season. They if did. If it wasn't for that tie with Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. if they had beat Pittsburgh, they would have been in they the fucking yeah, playoffs. Yeah, they would have been in the playoffs. They would have They would have probably won the division. <laughs> or no, or been wild card. Okay, I'll say wild card. I wouldn't been say the division, card. but yeah, they, they definitely would have I think they can card. take the division, dude. Because, look, <clears throat> that is a weird division to me. Because it's always either going to be Baltimore or the Steelers. Yeah. For the past, I don't know how many years. It's always been Baltimore, Steelers. Steelers lost everybody. They lost <laughs> all their fucking weapons. And uh, they still contenders. Yeah, so that's kind of crazy. But it's the division again. Yeah. yeah but look, look at the look at the Patriots. They play the little pee wee pee wee football division. <laughs> they don't have fucking teams there. No, they, they don't. don't have men. They're not boys. They're they're like elementary, you know, middle school teams playing fucking pro teams. You know what I mean? Like, look at all of them. It's, they're just, there's there's no competition there. If, I that. What we need to do is we need to some, switch some teams. Definitely. It'd be great if we can switch, let's say, Baltimore down to the NFC, NFC. The NFC East. Yeah. AFC East. And, and switch another team from the AFC East over to, to the, the NFC. AFC, NFC North. That'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> now, think... let's make some changes and see what happens, dude. I think that would be a good shakeup for the NFL. Like, yeah. I mean... Because they're already getting, like, bad rap for these, um... Again, and it goes back to, like, the calls and stuff. Again, most key games are also 
by missed like bad calls. Des caught it. Yeah, exactly, exactly that call, and it's a key game, and, and you guys a bad call. Like they need to also get on the refs, which too. they went on record to change the following year. So, oh yeah, <laughs> by the way, we fucked up. That was a catch. Yeah, but it, it doesn't you know, do nothing to us now. Like, I mean, in that moment, we needed that. Yeah, and, and, and it's one of those things where we've talked about this, yeah, that yeah. they need to be, the refs need to be just as accountable as anyone else. Exactly, I, and, I think and so. either you find them, mm-hmm. give them a fine, or suspend them for X amount of games. I think a fine, and I, it, depending on the game, like I say yeah. if, it's a, it's a, if it's a playoff game, yeah. I think a fine and a suspension would be good. Yeah. Now, if it's, if it's a Super Bowl... I think yeah, that should be like a full like a big the biggest fine and a biggest suspension. But if it's like a regular game, yeah. fine. But because you're looking at the 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 ref. Could, I mean, look at that playoff. Uh, was it the playoffs with the Saints and Rams? Mm. Was it? Who when was the, it? When the ref the pass interference? Yeah, yeah, he blew the that blatant call. pass interference, blew like obvious pass interference. And like, he didn't call it at all. No. I, I mean, and now I love that this year they changed it. Now you can challenge pass interference calls. Oh, yeah? Now That's this year they changed it. Now you can call. Now you can challenge the pass interference or the non-pass interference. You can you can challenge that shit. So See, they, that's going to be a big game breaker for fuck me. Fuck yeah. That's, there's been that's so good, many man. pass interference calls that yeah. have been not called. Well, I feel like that's going to be a big, uh, a big deal as yeah. far as like key plays for yeah. like um, certain teams getting yeah. their – touchdown or whatever like yeah. or getting certain yardage that they need I feel like they, that's they need to also be able to contest the fucking refs when the, some 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 of the calls are like oh whatever the refs that say that's it no more you can't challenge it no yeah. fuck that nah. they should be able to challenge that I believe that. that's not fair dude yeah. and if it's their fucking time out if they lose it they lose it it's not uh-huh. you know but no it's the refs because they're fucking egotistical assholes yeah they're like whatever I say goes like they're just a bunch of douchebags and I, I feel like that that's I feel like that's a, the bad <clears throat> A bad way to do like I'm not gonna say business, but on the court. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that. That's a bad way to do like on the field to rely on one person's call, and especially if it's like again a key a key play, yeah, or a key touchdown or whatever yardage. I feel like a ref's call should be second guessed. If it's something like that, it should yeah. be second or it should be challenged. Yeah, because if if you're like looking at people when they have their testimonies and they're telling stories or they're telling something, sometimes they forget what they saw. It's not yeah. always, it's not always what, it's what they think that they saw. Uh-huh. But the camera don't fucking lie, dude. That's it's always been the, the thing, right? Uh-huh. And sure enough, you're like, yeah, I'm like, come on, Rev, that was way off, dude. Yeah, like, <laughs> or bring the, I, I, you know how they get the, That wasn't a touchdown. They're about to get the first down and then yeah. they bring that little, um, Oh, the they marker. call it the chain, the yeah, marker, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then they bring that, do yeah. that at least. Yeah. We need like a second, we can't just go on what the ref says and then just go for that Because it's like, so fucking fast. Yeah. And the it, game is so fast, dude. Yeah, like, I mean, you got cameras everywhere, like, come on, like, you can't just go on one call, especially, and I feel like those refs, I feel like their job, yeah, it's difficult, like, you gotta watch everything, you gotta keep your eyes open all the time and stuff, but if you know you made a bad call, you know you made a bad call, like, don't. Even if you're for the team or you're favoriting the team, like you know, you made a bad call. Like at least, I, I think at least the NFL should give like that second, second chance. Like not even yeah. it shouldn't even count as your timeouts. It should just be like, okay, a quick challenge. Let me see what happened. A quick challenge or a yeah. quick look or something. But I, I feel like those, the refs have definitely <laughs> influenced some of the 
some of the playoff games. victories and the games. And I mean, I like it comes games. down to what we said, bottom line. They need to be more accountable, and that's it. Yeah, I think and, so. Yeah. And if they 100%. are, you know, I, I, I know last year they fired some fucking ref, right, for fucking up a lot. They did? Yeah, they fired his ass. Okay, that's, they let him that's, go, man. That's taking it. Okay. Well, that's the way it should be, though, man. You keep fucking up, and you're costing these guys games. Yeah. You got to go, dude. I mean, and you got, yeah, you got legit players that are really mad. And it's like, mm, yeah, I feel like you're right. You, you should be, if you're a ref, you should be accountable for any any play you call or any play you blow mm-hmm. in this case. Um, I feel like you should be accountable, period. Now, why is it that these fools <laughs> don't go and say, uh, have a press conference and be like, you know what? I fucked up. I'm sorry. I didn't see it right, or I misread the play, or I didn't see it. Blah blah blah. No. Player says, I don't know. Players, the refs weren't good tonight. The refs were acting kind of weird tonight. Next day, I apologize for what I said about the refs. I did not mean to say that about the refs. Like they have to apologize to the refs. No, fuck you. It should be the refs should be there up there doing the same thing. Do a press conference. Yeah. You fucked up. Just like any player in the NFL, when they fuck up, they always have to do a press conference yeah. Yeah. or they always talk about it or they say, I'm sorry, or whatever, in the locker room or wherever it may be. Mm-hmm. These fuckers need to do the same shit. Unless you're Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just here. I'm just, uh, I'm just I'm, here because yeah. I, I need to be here. Yeah, I want to get here. fined. <laughs> Contract, contractual issues, whatever. Yeah. I know, he's such a jerk, man. <laughs> He's but funny. I mean, I, He's I, funny though. He but, is. I understand your point though. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like there should be a, a separate uh, press conference hold. Like that, that would be a good idea, a good implication. He's on the pedestal. Not, yeah. not, well, he's, he's now you're in the fire. He's that, yeah. You're in the now sh- people know who yeah. the fuck you are. Exactly. You know, now we're not going to be like South America where we're going to fucking behead your ass right? uh, because of a soccer thing, you know what I mean? Nah. But we're going to fucking be like, we're going to ask questions. Like, yeah. that's what we're going to do. Well, what right? happened, dude? Happened? Were you biased? Were you favoring one team versus the other? Yeah. Like, what happened? And that'll fucking get these guys off their high horses. Because I, I really do feel like the refs are. And I feel like, horses. yeah. I, I feel like the NFL does protect them and stuff. Like, oh, hell yeah, like, dude. Damn, like, you guys, like... Can't even say anything. Yeah. You, you can't. It's like the refs call. Like, once they call it, it goes. Like, you can't overrule it. or. But you got to understand, as a player, and as especially as a coaches, you see a, a bum call. Yeah. You're going to get... And I see, the like, the... They'll show them on the sidelines, and they'll be overreacting. And I'm like, that's not overreacting. That's just reacting to a bad call. Yeah. Like, it's really bad. Yeah. And they're just reacting to it. And that's yeah. a normal reaction. Yeah. Because it, it, it... Or when you hear the whole stadium, oh! Yeah. Like, oh, shit. You, you know you messed you up. Fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up. You know you messed up somewhere yeah. down the line. Because it's like, yeah. when the whole stadium's saying it, like, okay, now. Uh, yeah. You fucked might, up. That might want to be under review. Hell I feel, yeah. I feel like, yeah, they, they should have a... That, that's a good. That's a good thing. Yeah. Little separate conference. It don't have to be like it could be like fifteen people or something. Yeah, it just be like a normal. normal. Yeah. It doesn't have to be fucking extravagant. I mean, I, I just kind of feel like it, it would actually get them to understand. Hey, man, people are going to be listening to you, dude. You need yeah. to quit your shit. Exactly. They know who you are now. Exactly. <laughs> they're going to be watching, watching your number, number seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be watching your ass. You know? Yeah, they're going to be watching you. I guess as far as like, especially when they put you in. Certain games, like again, key games, playoff yeah. games, 
when they put you in those kind of games, of course we're going to watch you a little harder because it's like, okay, now our team is in the playoffs. Like, yeah. okay, now we're going to watch what you're doing. Yeah. And we should be, as fans, we should be able to just watch the actual teams playing against each other, our team playing against the rival team or whatever. Man. We shouldn't have to be watching the ref. There's times where I'm watching the ref and the fucking dumb fuck puts the ball in a whole other place besides where Zeke landed. And I'm like, that's not where Zeke landed. Hey, that's not where Prescott landed, dude. What the fuck? What are you doing? Like, he puts it a yard back. Hey, wait. I'm watching you, dude. Like, that's not where it goes, man. <laughs> and that's the bad part. Is you're watching and you can't do nothing about it. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. God. I can just, just say, like, damn. You're in shock with your friends. Like, Did you just see Yeah, like, you saw it? Like, yeah. And then they're they're shocked as you, and yeah. they're like, "Oh no, I, I did see that." Like, "Oh, but we yeah. can't do nothing about." It. Like, no, that's like a, a difference between us making the playoffs. Like, I mean, and I know my thing is always with like again being a cowboy fan. My thing is, I just want to get past the second round yeah. playoffs. I just want to get past the second round. I, I It'll show progress. Yeah, I know. I, I know they can do it. Dude. Yeah, I, I know they can. They got the talent, and I know they do. But it's yeah. it's just like, again, to be honest. Our division's pretty hard. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's always it's a competition. Hard. It's, it's always a competition. Yeah, it's Eagles, right? Like, you got yeah. hard-ass It's teams. like the the NFC North now. Yeah. They're a competition exactly. all the time. You don't know who the fuck's going to win it. Like, and that's the good thing. You don't yeah. know. It's not like, I don't want to get off subject, but it's not like basketball, like where you know exactly what team's going to win now. Yeah. And it's kind of just like, uh, that's kind of why I stopped watching that because it's like, uh, it's too predictable. Too predictable. This yeah. one, it, at least football, it's not predictable. Like mm-hmm. you got different teams. You don't have what I call super teams, right? I mean, obviously the the salary cap, I huh. think, does so much so that we don't have super teams. Yeah, and you know, I don't know. I think that's what makes makes a lot of fucking um, like was it baseball? Baseball. I don't think they have a salary cap, do they? On, no, on certain players, I think. No, nah, I don't think they do. I don't think certain. they have a salary cap. No, I actually don't know. They don't. I think don't the, the NBA cap. recently got on board with it. The last what ten, twenty years, uh, they got on board with having a salary cap. Uh, but, but it's important because it's like you can't be like the Yankees and just fucking buy everybody and just have a big ass team. team you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like. As a fan, you're tired of seeing the same team. I'm pretty sure I can speak for everybody. We're tired of seeing the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Tired. Completely tired. But, I mean... Dude, they get away with so much shit. They do. Because it's them. And it's weird because you can't... Like, I'm at a point where I can't get mad at them. Yeah. And I'm like... I I laugh. I get mad at the NFL. Like, I can't get mad at them. Like, they're just... They're doing what they're doing. It's cool with me, but I mean, the NFL, like, that means you guys need to tighten up on some policies. Like, these guys can't be getting away all the time. Dude, what they do that pisses me off and nobody fucking seems to catch is they run slants. Mm. And when they run their slants, one receiver hits the corner and bumps into the corner so that the other receiver is fucking free and clear across. And that's, uh, what is it called, uh, when you, like, bump into them like that, and, uh... The say, call? Like, it, it, like, it's a, they even do that in, uh, in, in NBA, también. And, uh... Um, it's not a, uh, it's not a technical. No, no, no. When you get in front, like, you just get in front. Oh, um... Uh, There's a name for that. Like, you could, you could do that. Technically, you could just yeah. get in front and get in his way. You can't touch him. Being in his way, but the Patriots will fucking you know 
Amandola. It's not a screen, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a screen? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. he'll fucking hit him. And he'll do it in a way where it's like, I was running. I didn't do anything. You know, he was just like running. Nah, dude. You hit the corner way. Don't act stupid. You fucking hit the corner. You grabbed his arm just barely enough to throw him off. And now the other receivers got a, a foot or two ahead now. And those motherfuckers do that all the time. Look at their fucking plays, dude. Constant uh, cross nice. patterns. Constant slants. They're always doing slants. And look at one receiver. One takes the fucking hit. He, he hits the corner. Bumps into his ass. Or, or he forces the other corner to hit the other corner. Like, they're just... They're fucking... Oh. They're just fucking smart like that. <laughs> and if the NFL ain't catching it, yeah. keep going they're, with it. They're like doing uh, life hacks... <laughs> on, the, on the field, man. They on the field, yeah, man. they're making up their own shit. Yeah, you hear it. You hear, you hear. Fucking what's his name? The coach, uh, Belichick. His controller. Like you hear him playing all, you know. And then here, meanwhile, uh, fucking what's his name? <laughs> Jerry, Jones Jerry Jones is playing Madden. Ask Madden what sh- what play should we do next? Oh, Telling. Jason Garrett, look, this is the play we should do next, wait. And he's like, ask the coach. Ask the coach. And then it's like, oh, God, that's exactly what's going on, dude. That's, like, like, so they're playing Madden pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Garrett, you know, Jerry Jones is in the back playing Madden. He's like, hey, call this play. It's going to work. Even it Madden, worked. It even worked. Madden's probably like, yeah. oh, wait a minute. Don't <laughs> put me in that play. That's not how it works, you know. <laughs> like, but, I'm not going to be in that play. Or I kind of feel like this past season. Uh, they play Tecmo Bowl, Tecmo Super Bowl a little bit too much, and they only have those like eight plays <laughs> from the Nintendo. Oh, they man, only have those classic. eight plays, yeah. you know, up and A, down and B, yeah. left and right, left and whatever. Not even a full play, yeah. it's just those <laughs> eight, eight plays. plays. Yeah. Because their offense was so fucking predictable, it was oh, ridiculous, man, dude. Like, we knew what they were going to call. If we know what they're going to call, they know what Dallas is going to call, dude. And then, sure enough, it happened, man. And everyone, you know, Daz was saying that shit too. Uh, Beasley was saying that shit too. Before he did. And the other fucking fool that broke his fucking leg, uh, Alan Hearns, he was saying the same shit. You know, and we all know that too. And so I'm glad at least they got rid of the coordinator, offensive coordinator, backup fucking quarterback turned coach. We'll see, because they said he's got a good mind, and I'm down. I'm I'm ready to see, because anything is different. And if it's going to be different, then I'm happy with that. And I think that that's that's what we need. We don't need the same consistency. Like, I mean, I'm not. I don't mean to backtrack, but like a lot of people, I, I don't want to say hate on Tony Romo, but he was my boy. I kind of, I kind of wish we had him as far as a quarterback, dude. You can hate on him, but his stats prove that he's one of the top elite he's, quarterbacks. He's a Hall of Famer, no doubt. Definitely, he's one of those. He reminds me of. Um, and I always say that with any sports, he reminds me of Dan Marino, yeah. one of the greats that never got a ring. Yeah, I, I, I feel like he he always pulled shit out of his ass. He was always fucking smart. He did. He, you know, and f- to give him a lot of credit for the past three, four seasons when he was playing, it wasn't even his fucking fault. Yeah, that they didn't go further into the playoffs. It was the fucking defense's fault at that time. Yeah, it wasn't even his ass. It wasn't even fucking his ass. Why do you explain <laughs> Green Bay two years in a row or whatever two years? No, yeah, when Des caught it and he didn't catch it right, they yeah. fucked him over there. And it was another play with Green Bay, and it was I think it was Prescott's rookie year, I think, where 
oh, disappointed once again. They're just, but it wasn't him. It was. It's always the defense that fucks it all up, dude. And it is. And I feel like Secondary. okay, a couple years, you feel like okay, okay, defense is messing up this year. Whatever. It was 20, 2016? All right, cool. Twenty seventeen. All right, all right. Now it's time to start making some changes. They're two years in a row. It's time to start making some dude. actual changes. No more homegrown shit. For right now, you're fine. You're right. Let's homegrown. Yeah. But not everything has to be homegrown. Bring in a mother- motherfucker from somewhere else. I would much rather have a broken leg as Earl Thomas right now, mm-hmm. recovering, yep. recouping, and being there at safety right now. I would much rather have him than Jeff Heath. Even though Jeff Heath, I think... He could produce. He, he's okay. I'm telling you, he needs to be moved, be moved to like outside linebacker. He needs to beef up. Move on to outside linebacker, man, because he could do some damage. He could be like a, a a a lighter version of like Sean Lee or something. Okay, he's not smart, I don't think, but he the ball he was he's around the ball. You know yeah, what I mean? He has like the... he seems to be around the ball. Okay, so I kind of feel like maybe he just needs to beef up and be an outside linebacker, um, or sure maybe he... or just keep him at special teams, dude. Just be special teams, man. Don't do anything else. Man. <laughs> That's it, dude. I'm sure they probably talked to him about that. Yeah, like, yeah, but. I'm pretty sure how that went because he's in the position he's in. So I'm, I'm pretty sure how that. Oh yeah, he knows <laughs> that conversation went. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's just I, I I hope we have a good season this year. Me too. I know I'm gonna be watching, of course. Uh, we'll get together. We'll have a cookout. Definitely. We'll uh, grill, have some beers. Hopefully, we can have a Super Bowl cookout. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that would be. Dude, if we I don't do, even care if they lose in the Super Bowl as long as they I, get there. I mean, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I mean, I'd rather win. But I, I, <laughs> I think either way, I'd probably cry like a bitch. I think probably, either way, if they win or if they lose, I don't care. I would be with you because at least we made it. And it yeah. It's showing big progression. It's yeah. showing we made actual moves. Yeah. I, I'd, you know, I, I think I would prefer that that they hadn't been there for about twenty some odd years mm. versus Buffalo. We're four years in a row and lost to the Redskins, to the Giants, and twice to the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I would much rather have a 20-year drought versus going four years in a row and losing four different times. Yeah. And and two of those getting your ass beat fucking culetto style. Yes, sir. So. I I, I agree with that. That's, yeah. I think. I, I'm going to say like every year. I'm not going to bash them. I'm gonna keep my hopes up. Yeah, we're gonna do good. I'm, I always—that's always my mentality with the Cowboys. We're gonna look, do good. Look, they always tend to do good. It's yeah. just that there are times where they themselves shoot themselves in the foot with a stupid penalty or something mm-hmm. that they do themselves. Yeah, exactly. Roughing the passer, mm-hmm. Rough, hold, yeah. holding on offense Ugh. when it's like, come on, dude, it wasn't holding. But all right, I know you have to call holding at one time, but it's just little things like that that yeah. they need to fix, and they'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we'll see. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a year. But yeah, I I want to see how this one plays out. Yeah, I know we'll be there watching. We'll be there watching. Rooting yeah. does not matter win or loss. Still be rooting. Hell yeah! You know, earlier when we were um, we're we're hanging out earlier, talking and stuff. Mm. You said that uh, you go to different places, especially let's say the Slayer concert. Yeah. Them. And you get people asking you about, well, why are you listening to battle or, you know, what, what's what's the, what's with that and blah 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 blah. So if if anything, you know, maybe tell us a little bit more of your background and see, you know, maybe you'll answer that question or 
Tell, talk to us more about that. Oh, okay, definitely. Uh, as far as <clears throat> my background, music has always been in my background. I remember when I was uh, 90s, 90s, back when I remember I would uh, I would listen to the radio, all types of stations, and I would put the cassette. Remember the cassette, yeah, record and hit play record. <laughs> Hell and yeah! I was so into the music to where I was like, I would make sure when that song finished, I would stop it mm-hmm. and I would hit to the next one, and that was my mixtape. And then I started doing that, boom, 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 and I, I would I would do that almost. I'd probably say like almost every day just Fuck to have like a yeah. bunch of different yeah. different music. And I still have the mixtapes. Yeah, yeah. It, That's weird. badass. I still have them. So, I mean, I've always been around music. Like even when I was uh, in elementary, no, not yeah. elementary, middle school, yeah. I uh, I joined choir. I don't know why, but I ended up staying for four years. Yeah, I was there too. Man. Yeah. See, there you go. Hell yeah. There you go. A fellow choir. Yeah. And, and it, it was, I liked it. I liked it. I liked the, the feeling of... Um, like you know when you had those those big performances and you yeah. perform for the parents and everything yeah, yeah. like the little Christmas stuff. Hell yeah! I actually did enjoy that, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I, I like this. And then um, <laughs> I got to high school, and the music took off, but also that other stuff took off too. So it's like the music took off, but also the the partying and the other stuff took off the bad stuff. Yeah. So I kind of put music off for a little bit. And um, I never joined choir again. I never joined it. And um, ever since then, my music has been like I wanted to be every every um, I'll say every I don't know how to say it. Every black man's dream is to be a rapper or <laughs> their goal. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, I had that mentality, like, oh, I I could be a rapper. Yeah. So I started trying to rap. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is not working. Like I, yeah. I knew it was terrible. And I was like, okay, I need something different. And then that's when, um, around the time the, which we're coming back to Rob Zombie. Yeah. And I would, I was listening to the Sinister, which one, the Sinister Evil, his 2000 album. Okay. And I was like, oh, what the hell? Like, I I like this. And um, I started listening to it. And I'm like, I would always tell my mom, like, I'm starting to like the scary music. And I would call it scary. I would call it scary. Oh, music. I, love it. oh dude, I love that. And I was like, yeah, I want to hear more scary music. And then at that time, I'll be honest, like, I people started seeing me as like different. Like, family friends started seeing me as different. Like, okay, you're a, a black guy that that likes metal or yeah. likes likes rock and everything. And I'm like, yeah. Like back then, I was like, okay, like it would bother me because mm-hmm. it was like. Um, I was like, uh, I wanted to fit in. So fitting in as far as uh, a black man liking metal and liking rock. And right. Even though some friends had uh, listened to Sepultura and knowing, hmm? they, again, knowing they had a black... Um, singer. Singer, yeah. So it's like, but they they overlooked that. And they're like, oh, no, you just, you, you're, you're weird. And I was like, okay, that, that's okay, weird consumption. So I try to please them. Right. Until... Um, I think after high school, after high school, because I was always that kid that knew everybody. Yeah. And I would always like, like I knew the gothic crowd, I knew the jocks, I knew the cheerleaders. I was always around everybody. Like I knew every clique. Yeah. I kind of wish that I would have stayed with like the nerds and the, because I would have been like, I, I, probably somewhere, somewhere now. But 
Yeah, I know. They would introduce me to like new music, and then when it be new new hip hop, like I, I would always like hip hop, rap, pop, but they would introduce me to like metal. They would just introduce me to like rock, mm-hmm. and they would introduce me. I remember they would introduce. Well, I started off with new metal, so it was it was Slipknot. At first, I was scared of Corn. I'm not gonna lie, I was scared. Really? I was scared of that band because okay. my cousin liked Corn, and they were like they had the that song falling away from me yeah. off the issues album yeah. and I was scared of that song for some reason I don't know I, I don't know if I was depressed or something but it, that song scared me so it was more like in depth yeah versus just what it sounded like it was exactly. actually what he was saying it, exactly okay. what he, the, the lyrics it, it actually hit me and I was like right. that's when I started noticing like you know what like lyrics are actually even like again my favorite rapper is Tupac so even I was always a lyric like person, I would always you liked. I would hear the music, like you know. They say some people will listen to the music, but you don't hear it. Yeah. I would do both, so it's like the lyrics hit, and I was like, okay, this is this is scary. And flash forward to a couple years, I started uh, getting into a little heavier metal. Like it, it would go past Slipknot. It started going. It started going into like um, Behemoth. I started going into like old school bands yeah so I started listening to Black Sabbath Led Zeppelin classic stuff right I was like wow I really like this Guns N' Roses Megadeth yeah. and all that and I was like wow I really like the way this music makes me feel right like this music makes me feel like I'm um, invincible kind of right and so I would play it and I remember my first actual band that like album I bought was Evanescence yeah it's a little soft pop but yeah I bought it because I was attracted to Amy Lee, the yeah. singer. But she's a kitty. Yeah, she is. She was <laughs> like, oh my god, she still is. Yeah. But I, I bought that album, and um, or my brother bought it, and I ended up buying it from him. Like I would buy it, and I would give it back to him, and I would buy it again, and I would give it back to him. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, it was a, it was a tra- chain effect, and then I was, yeah. like, I was like, okay, like this is cool, but it's not like I wanted more heavy stuff like I wanted more heavy stuff you had the hunger yeah like I needed that that real raw heavy stuff yeah and I think the first really hard hard that I heard was well Thrash I'll say Thrash was Metallica was Kill em All yeah the album yeah which I later found out that that was all I mean I don't wanna yeah. I don't wanna mess up any Metallica fans but that album was yeah. all Dave Mustaine yeah so it, it, and then they're I started. Still, they're still in denial. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I said. If you're still in denial, that album was Dave Mustaine's album. So, but it was a good album, nonetheless. Dave, Dave wrote them all. He sure did, <laughs> nonetheless. But they had some great hits after that. They had oh, yeah. Master of Puppets. They had a, a bunch of good hits after that. Yeah. But I started listening to Megadeth, and then I would ask like the rockers, like, "Oh, put me on some new music, some new hmm. metal." And stuff. Before we talk about that. Right now, who would you take? Metallica or Megadeth? Mm. Uh, in general, knowing, like knowing, catalog. Yes, knowing that you already know uh, Metallica wrote a bunch of crap albums uh, later yeah, on. Like, knowing exactly. what you know, who would you pick? So would you still pick? Would you pick Metallica or would you pick Megadeth? Uh, I would have to pick. I would pick. Oh, uh, and I don't. I would pick Metallica. I, I was going to say Megadeth because of Symphony of Destruction, but. Metallica? I, yeah, I would pick Metallica. Like after, after Saint Anger, mm-hmm. I was like, 
uh, no, they're they're doing something different that I'm not really rocking with. Yeah, and it goes into um, it goes into wrestling because back then me and my me and my brother and my cousin we were hard into wrestling. Yeah, and I would always ask. Uh, my favorite wrestler was of course The Rock, but then my second one was Triple H. Oh yeah, and I would always ask like, what the hell? Like I would always ask, what's Triple H's music? Like what interest music does he come into? Yeah, and then, and then they finally told me it was like Motorhead, and I was like, okay, well, let me listen to this band. Hell yeah. And then I started listening to them. Oh, wow, really? Okay, they sound badass. And then I heard Ace of Spades. I was like, oh, like this, it really kicks. And then I started listening to the whole album. I was like, yeah. oh, like, and then that just set off a chain reaction. I was like, okay, now I hear Motorhead. Okay. And then it set off like the Black Sabbath thing. I was like, oh, okay. And then it just started going from there. And then. Um, and then, so, so you just started becoming curious and yeah, it, it like thirsting for more. Like, like yeah. you had a, you wanted to know more. I did. It was it was definitely a hunger, and I was definitely one of those guys. That, and I still am. I I need. I don't want to say it, but I do. I need music to function. Yeah. Like music has to be around me for yes. me to do. I know exactly tasks. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you know. It doesn't matter what it is, but I mean. It's just something about going to, or not going to, about metal and that you feel the energy. And I think I fell in love with the guitar riffs. I fell in love with the riffs, like the solo riffs. Like, yeah. And I think I started listening to Buckethead, and I fell yeah. in love with the way he actually can symph- harmonize his actual yeah. riffs, and it, it sounds nice. He's so fucking like, what crazy. The hell? Yeah. And then I was like, whoa, this guy's badass. And then yeah. I started just going into actual guitar, and then I started... Um, Going into guitar sing like guitar players and stuff. Yeah, and then um, and then I started. Uh, my friend told me about Pantera. And I'm yeah. Like, oh, what the hell? And then he's like, Yeah, they're out of Texas. Like, hell oh, yeah. What the hell? A rock band out of Texas? Like, that's cool. Fuck yeah. And um, Fort Worth, baby. Yeah. I was like, Whoa, what the hell? And then I heard him. He played me the first song. He played me was Walk, and I was like, okay. Oh, what the fuck? Like, this is yeah. badass. And I was like, This feeling, I. I need this feeling. Like, I, I actually really do like this feeling. Yeah. And so, after that, I started, like, I, I like to dig into music. So I started to dig and dig deeper and dig deeper and dig harder. And um, I ended up, like, of course, I ended up going to, like, the Nirvana and all that, that, that stage and stuff. But I ended up digging. <clears throat> I started digging deeper into, like, the the actual heavy metal bands. And I started, like, really dwelling into actual like the I, w- I was in love with the riffs yep. and I was like okay I'm starting to look at the riffs on certain songs and stuff like um, the Guns N' Roses on uh, uh, what was that song Welcome to the Jungle yeah. and I started looking to that and then I started looking to just straight 80s 80s metal and I was like oh this is my era like yeah. as far as metal wise that is my era 80s metal and um, then I heard uh, I heard Slayer Raining Blood and I was like oh what the like yeah. I never heard like I mean I heard Megadeth because they're the, the, the thrash metal but I never heard it played like that fast <laughs> yeah like, oh what the and it just blew me away yeah and then um, again from the I mean I'm gonna be honest uh, from the family it started like feeling like okay he's like the, the outcast because he likes a music that you're not supposed to like as I guess uh, a black man you're not supposed to like that kind of music right and that's just what society is but yeah I always say like um, I'm not a I don't put myself in a genre 
I'm a music lover, and that's just music in general. I just like music, so I never put myself in that genre. But then I started, as I got <clears throat> older, I started realizing like, okay, like I started to see it now. I am an outcast, but I'm starting to acknowledge that I'm an outcast. Yeah. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, I used to like the way the like when I was in high school, I used to like the way they would dress, the mm-hmm. rockers with the the baggy pants with the. the the spikes on them and everything. Like, I used to like that. It, yeah. it, it would intrigue me. Yeah. But I was just always so secluded to like, oh, I have to wear the, the baggy pants and the jerseys and all that. Yeah. But once I finally got to, to being myself, like actually acknowledging like, yeah, I am an outcast or I am. And then I started calling myself the black sheep of the family based on the horror I watch, the music I like, everything. Nice. Like, I like that. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? Like, I am the black sheep, but I'm fine with that now. Like, I'm 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 at a place where it's like, I'm okay with it. So I don't mind going to a heavy metal concert and saying that it's the best concert I've been to over a hip hop concert. Yeah, I don't mind saying that because at least I know I'm being true to myself. Yeah, and you did a Popeye. Yeah, I, I am what I am. Yeah, exactly, pretty much, and that's yeah. that's just what it came down to. And it's like, you know what? I am who I am. I'm gonna yeah. acknowledge it and. When I started doing that, I noticed more people started gravitating towards me. But it wasn't, it wasn't the the people that fake like, oh, I'm just gonna like this song just because this person. Yeah. It was more of the people that you know what, like, wow, you really connect with this band or yeah. you really connect with this song. Let's talk about it. And it was more real people. And I was oh, like, wow, yeah. that's 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 really real. So when you, I feel like when you when you when you're yourself, you attract people that are more real mm. and more and, and less fake right and the ones that are fake you actually do put they, the ones that are fake will eliminate themselves whether it be family or friends they eliminate themselves yeah. and it it all came from musical influence and it's yeah. like the musical influence is what started it like oh because well, I liked heavy metal and and no one in my family just like doesn't like that kind of music yeah like that's fine but I, I do and I'm it's it's difficult to persuade other people or not even to persuade Mm -hmm. but to give them your point of view of why you like it or why you dig it why you're into it Mm -hmm. Um, because some people are like oh I just you know there's I like the drums because they're playing this certain way Mm -hmm. I like the guitarists because they're playing this I love the way this guy sings his phrasing I love the way this guy uses lyrics in this part and blah, blah, blah. Like, there's so many reasons, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, you could give people all those reasons. They're going to be like, yeah, but why do you like it? Like, like it doesn't matter. Like, they're still not going to want to, like, they they just don't want to get it, maybe. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they just have their mindset, like, 100%. And, like, you just can't change their mind, you know? And that's tough, man. It's difficult to try to talk to people like that because it, it... it just doesn't always work in your favor. Uh-huh. You know, uh, I know there's been people who've told me, and I think it's, to me, I'll be honest with you, the most insulting thing you can say uh-huh. is, oh, I'm going to pray for you. Uh, like, that's fucking, I, like, don't talk to me like that. You know what I mean? Like, that's insulting. Yeah, you know what it, I mean? It really is, because it, you're yeah, being judgmental. Exactly. Like, don't fucking tell me that shit. Uh-huh. Like, I don't need that shit, dude. I need for you to accept me for who I am, and that's uh-huh. it, man. And that's you know it. what? Yeah. I don't talk shit about you. You're cool. We want to be a holy roller. Uh-huh. We want to be into that stuff, and that's fine with me, man. Uh-huh. But I'm not gonna say shit about. I'm not gonna say shit about it. Yeah. So be the same. 
And it, it and elaborating on that, it does when people do that, when they judge people like that, it does show what kind of character that person has. Absolutely. And it, it it's a very nasty like like I feel like the holy rollers, I feel like the ones that, like you said that mm-hmm. that say all that and they say like, Oh, I'm gonna pray for you. I feel like those are the most judgmental people. Absolutely. And I feel like those are the people that really that God's gonna look at. Like I feel like you guys are the ones he's gonna look at, not the ones that are listening to death metal and yeah. those are to be honest, those are the most kindest people. Like I feel like yeah. again, elaborating on my thing, uh tattoos. I feel like people with tattoos, like they're they're again, they're outcasts too, like the heavy metal. Oh yeah. They're yeah. outcasts completely. But it's like Especially in the medical field. Yeah, exactly. Like and they're like, Oh, I gotta cover my tattoo. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna cover and I even said that to a manager, yeah, and I I even told him, he's like, um, so are you gonna wear a turtleneck, whatever, and I was like, no, I'm not, like, and he's like, oh, well, don't you want the position? If I have to, no, and I told him, if I have to, um, if I have to downplay the character, my, well, my character, I'm not gonna do it. I like tattoos, and I'm not gonna. Then this ain't the job for me because yeah. I know if I get in this job, you're still gonna judge me, and it, it, it's it's just gonna be an ongoing cycle. Yeah. So I told him, like, and I tell everybody that if it comes down to my tattoos or a job, doesn't matter how much it pays, I'm gonna stick with my integrity. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with my tattoos. Absolutely. But, I mean, to each their own. I mean, everybody else, everybody has their their own um, their own triggers and everything, their own warnings. But I feel like just I feel like the holy rollers are the most judgmental. Yeah, they are. Me being honest, I feel like the truth of it is, I think a lot of them think that because they have. Christ and God on their side that they think they could be judgmental towards everybody yeah. else. When it really is the complete, total like opposite of what they should be doing. Mm. Like when you look at the ideas of Satanism and, and Satanists and the way they fucking act and the way they behave and mm. the way they are, they're completely fucking not even like that. Exactly. They're intelligent beings. They're just like whatever. They let everybody be. They don't fuck with other people. They even, even, you know, they're just some of the smartest people out there. Kindest. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean anything to, to be like super religious and and Christian. If you're going to be fucking judging everybody just because they're different, man. Like, again, we're looking at it again and again, Frankenstein comes Uh back in. Yeah, it does. Just because you're fucking different doesn't mean that you're evil or yeah. that you're or you're that you're or that you should be a fucking outcast yeah just because you're different i mean we're all fucking different who gives yeah. a shit let's just accept but that's, it that's what makes us unique right being different makes exactly you that's what makes everything everybody's, amazing dude yeah and everybody's unique in their own way and i feel yeah. like as far as like when people make those judgmental comments and it's like i, I kind of i don't react because it's like uh, you gotta live with that you gotta live with you going through life like that like you might think you're preaching as far as like through through god or the voice of god like you're not you're just being a judgmental hateful person you're just yeah. preaching hate pretty much that's yeah. what you're doing yeah. instead of doing the opposite and yeah. preaching love and just like pretty much loving like everybody or anybody as a whole like yeah. accepting them accepting. as who they are and that's that's just i think what society is they're just they're not willing to accept what they don't know and yeah. we're going back to the, the Twilight Zone thing yeah. earlier they don't know scares them yeah exactly they and, they, and they don't know how to react to it yeah. and it's it's it kind of reminds me of um, E.T. yeah same thing he's an alien they yeah. don't know how to react to him so they just yeah. 
pushed him out you know, with that, that one kid. That gives you the idea, I think, mm-hmm. that us, you know, people as a society, as the way it is, we're not ready for aliens. No. We're not ready no, for not. real aliens. Mm-mm. Look at the way we treat each other. We treat each other yeah. like shit. Exactly. You know, yeah. for stupid reasons. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? We find a whole other race out there, a whole other <laughs> fucking other them. beings. Yeah, well, they'd fuck us up easy. Uh, probably, they would probably fuck us up in a heartbeat. <laughs> they but sure I mean, would. But I mean, it's like we're not ready for that nah. shit. We're fucking. We have a hard enough time trying to be peaceful with each other. Yeah, it's, it's... and it's rough, dude. I mean, and, and it shouldn't be. That's the fucking. That's the See, sad that, part. That pisses me off. It shouldn't be hard yeah. to get along with each other. Like, what the fuck? It shouldn't even be that hard. It's just I feel like people are just like, they're just stuck in their ways and their pride. And that's a big... Eat when you put your pride, pride aside, man. put your pride aside and you realize you can actually... You'll actually really be happy. Like, if you actually just sit... And it's like I tell people, like, again, when I was... Well, after I battled through the depression, like, like these... Well, those are depression tattoos. Yeah. But after I battled through depression, I found out that I can actually give people advice, but I can mean it. Like, yeah. I give them advice, and I'm like, yeah. yeah, I can be genuine. But yeah. when I was going through depression and I asked for advice, I would just tell you what you wanted to hear. Yeah. And again, as me being, again, I'm very open. Like, I'm, I'm one of the openest people. Yeah, yeah. As me being someone that was the bullied one yeah. and didn't like how that felt, so then I turned into the bully. Yeah. And I really hated that how that felt. And so it was a old story, but I ended up becoming the the bully yeah. to this kid, and I didn't like how that felt. Uh, well, felt, and then I ended up becoming friends with this kid. Found out he has the same exact um, not music interest, but he had the same interest as me. Like as far as like we were like two peas in a pod, if you want to say like that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow, I really connected this kid. Like, yeah, why yeah. am I bullying him? Yeah, yeah. I'd already felt bad at first, and then that's when I was like. I actually had to stand up to the bully or the the one that I was hanging with. Like, nah, I can't, I can't yeah. do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, I, not, that's not who you are. I don't feel, yeah, and I don't feel right. And I, yeah. I think most people do, when you go through that, that transitional phase where it's like, whether, I mean, it could be a certain song. Like, again, mm-hmm. there's, there's certain songs from musical art. Like, Linkin Park is <clears throat> definitely one of those bands that got me through depression. So, yeah. But, it doesn't have to be heavy metal music. It can be like certain songs and stuff. Yeah, like it's like, that's that's see, but you know what I think is, it's amazing about the whole thing is that we can run the whole spectrum of music and be happy listening to everything mm-hmm. because we're not limiting ourselves to one specific genre. We're not like closing ourselves off yeah. to just one thing, and that's it. Oh, that's and the thing, the beauty of being able to be open minded like the way we are, I'd say. Uh, I know I was making fun of Cardi B and all yeah, that yeah. stuff, but I like listening to like old school hip hop. I mm-hmm. like listening to old school gangster rap. I like listening to like specific eras of like eighties <laughs> country, Definitely. like eighties country or okay, whatever. Okay. Like uh, John Travolta. <laughs> what's the movie? Urban Cowboy. That's, the, honestly, that's, that's my mom's. Favorite movie besides Jaws, that is her favorite movie. Dude, Urban Cowboy, yeah, she a, loves that movie. Has a badass soundtrack on yeah, it. It does, it's a, and it's a fucked up story, but it's a cool movie. It is a messed up story. It's a good, it's a good love story. It is. It's, <laughs> like it, it's a pretty. It's like that reminds me of like an El Paso love story. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it, it, uh, add the kids, uh-huh. and it'll be a perfect story. Yeah. 
<laughs> the kids and it'll be a perfect story. That's a hardcore old pest story. Definitely. No, but, but, uh, but I mean, being able to listen to everything, be like mm-hmm. classical to to 50s uh, oldies, you know, yeah. doo-wop and just oldies, doing 60s, 70s, everything. Mm-hmm. I even go weird like Fucking Yanni and shit. Yeah, yeah. And world music and Enya. Sail away, sail away, sail away. Like doing all that weird shit. Gypsy Kings. Mm-hmm. You know, and doing the Spanish music of sorts. It's... And, and, and from some rap uh-huh. to metal and just doing everything. You're doing yourself a favor by doing that. You're, I agree. You're, I think when you're limiting yourself mm-hmm. and you're limiting yourself because you think, oh, well... I don't understand what he says. Well, guess what? Here, here's here's some lyrics and here's a lyric sheet. Uh-huh. How about you educate yourself, figure out what he's fucking saying? Because what he may sound like he's saying in an ugly, terrorizing way, he could actually be meaning, say something very incredibly meaningful that could change your fucking life and you don't know it, man. Yeah. And and that's the thing about a lot of these bands, dude. Uh, and, I, and I think one of the main ones that we're going to, uh, that I mentioned was Corn. Uh-huh. Yes. They talked about a lot of different fucking things and they hit upon a lot of different things. Very. That I think a lot of people could relate to and are like, holy shit, I'm not the only one. Yeah. And it's amazing when bands can do that. It, and it is. It, and I, elaborating on Korn, off the, <clears throat> the first album, self titled, off the first album, the song's not on the album, but I'm sure you've heard the song Daddy. Yes. Oh, that's a that fucked is, up song. But at the end, the end at the end, it's like really like you can feel the pain. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's really sad to hear. It's cathartic for him. Yeah, like, I know it's cathartic. For but him. I know there's and I know as like you said, as cathartic it is for him. I know there's people that are going through that situation too, and they needed to hear that song. Yeah. So it's like yeah. when bands can do that. Yeah. When they can touch you more than music, yeah. when they can actually touch your soul and actually Dude, get inside. Yes. That's when you know you got something special, and that's what I've always like told people like. And it, it's just broadening, broadening your mind as far as yeah. like, it doesn't even have to be about music. It doesn't right. have to be about, oh, I like all different types of music. Yeah. As long as you're open to new ideas and new yeah. things and fresh, if if you're closed-minded, you're not going to make it far. Yeah. Like, if you're just content in your ways, you're not going to make it far. You need to be open, especially in this world, the way it is, the society, you need to be open to any and everything. Yeah. Because you're not going to make it far being closed-minded. It, 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 the world is full of changes. You can't. Absolutely. You cannot you cannot sit there content in your little bubble and expect the world to go by. Like the world's yeah. gonna go by anyway. So yeah. it's like you gotta change with it. Or, yeah, and 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 it for me it comes down to music. Like I mean yeah. it's it's always been for music. Like music it's is a motivator, always been, man. Yeah, I mean like I music is yeah, just in me, like I, I don't know. But I mean I mean elaborating on like <laughs> we got the heavy metal. Um yeah, yeah. I think when I when I heard that song, it was very, very, very deep, and it goes like a perfect example. Michael Jackson. Yeah, Michael Jackson is a perfect example of R and B, pop, hip hop, rock, everything. Like he did everything. He was fascinated by every type of genre yeah. of music, and look how far he got. He's one of the biggest entertainers, probably the biggest entertainer Fuck, yeah. of all time. Love that puto man. Yeah, Love exactly, yeah. and it, and it's like. Like, people loved it. And, it, again, people that just like Michael Jackson, then they hear Beat It, or they hear Dirty yeah. Diana with the, the head, with Slash on the... 
Like when you hear that, they don't hear Slash, but it's like he's there. It's like yeah. the metal influences. Beat it with Eddie Van Halen. Exactly. Exactly. But that's brought it's in fucking England. great, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, and I like when. I mean, to for him to have uh, collaborated there. Yeah, exactly. Fucking genius. And that, and, and yeah. it, it turned out to be one of the biggest tracks ever. Like, Hell yeah, everyone dude. knows that song. Yeah. Everyone knows Beat It. Everyone knows. Well, I don't know about Dirty Diana, but everyone knows Beat It, Thriller, all that. But it's yeah. like, look what he did. Like, he wasn't afraid to open up. Like, he expand. wasn't just stuck in his... Yeah, like, and expand. In his, uh, in his bubble. Yeah, right. he wasn't afraid to expand. And, and that's... Even the way he dressed. Even the way he dressed was very rockerish. Like, he had the... the on the Bad album, he had yeah. that, that whole black suit with the spikes yeah. and stuff. Like, he was all rock... Like, he just yeah. wasn't afraid to be himself. Yeah. And that's why I think people don't... Loved him. Because he was yeah. he was what they weren't. Yeah, he was the embodiment of what they wanted to be, yeah. but can't show in in reality, in real life. You know, I, I like uh, for the same reasons I like her a lot is uh, Lady Gaga. Mm. She she yep. another one. She doesn't give a fuck, dude. She didn't at She's, first. That girl. Yeah. yeah. Right. She came out on some weird stuff. Yeah, right? the, the <laughs> but meat, she didn't care. The, the meat suit. No, but she didn't. She didn't give a fuck. Dude. Yeah. She's she likes what she likes. She she'll wear her metal shirts because I believe her, man. Uh-huh. I believe her that she's a fucking metalhead. I believe her I that she's a fucking rocker. Now, I don't believe Kardashians. Fuck them. I don't Hell believe no. them for no, one second that they're rockers or metalheads. No. I have... That brings us to another issue. I have an issue with people that, like, wear band shirts that they don't listen to. And I know they don't listen to... I fucking hate that. Oh, that, that's a trigger. That's yeah. a trigger for oh, me. Oh, hell yeah! Like, oh, like, if I walk up to you and say, oh, can you name one song for this band? And... I know they can't, and yeah. it's a trigger, and it's like you're just wearing it for fashion, yeah. for shock, well, not fa- shock value, fashion value, yeah. not shock value. You're wearing it for fashion because it's cool to do that. Like, I, I know you don't listen to those songs, and it's yeah. just a trigger for me. I know there's some videos of uh, them, uh, like and they're wearing a Nirvana. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like talking it. about Nirvana. What? Who? <sighs> Kurt Cobain. What band is he in? You're wearing the shirt. Like, oh, uh, you see, like, hello. You know? That is like just a trigger for me. Yeah. Like at least know, at least know what you're wearing. Like know the band. Yeah. I'm not saying you don't have to know. Like at least know a couple songs. Yeah. Know a couple albums. Don't you don't have to know the band personally. Like the, the yeah, not the history. And, and all you don't have to know their kids' names and stuff. Like <laughs> that, but I mean, at least know. The, yeah. At least just know, know what the you're music. About. Yeah. Like yeah. know if they ask you like, hey, who's that band? Oh, this is Nirvana or whatever. They sing this song and everything. And it's like at least do that. <clears throat> but it's um for sure. It. It's one of my pet peeves. Actually, that's how that's actually how we end the show. Oh, the pet peeves. The no, the phrase mm. metal for passion, not for fashion. Mm. That's actually how we end the show. Um, for, I like that. Yeah, we're not ending yet, guys. Not yet. Hold on. <laughs> but no, yeah, just to get with what you're saying because okay. it is my pet peeve. Ultimate, ultimately, it is. Oh yeah, I agree. So metal for passion, not for fashion. Definitely, and agree. I think that's one of the most beautiful things because it's like. You know, be who you really are. Don't be a fuck. Even then, you're being a fucking fake. Yeah. Don't be a fake, dude. And it, yeah, you know? and, and I be agree. Real. It's like be real, um, man. I don't like like there's leaders and followers. Yeah. Like if you're gonna be a follower, that's fine. But make sure you're following the right crowd. Yeah. Make sure you're not following someone that's that's a follower too. So it's like you're just kind of fucking just following. Yeah, like sheep. You're just following the same crowd. Like. I always equate like you see that picture or that meme or whatever where all the sheep are going one way and then there's that one black sheep that's going the other yeah. way. Yeah, that's how I equate my life. Yeah, like, or 
well, just me personally, that's how I see myself. Like, I'm I, 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 the other. I see it like, you know, oh, he's going that way or whatever. No, when they're saying he's a black sheep because he's being unique. Yeah. He's being an individual. Mm-hmm. He's doing what he wants. He's not doing what everybody wants to do or, or what everybody is doing because they, they're just, it's a trend for them, right? Yeah. And I love that because it's like, he's not following the crowd it's, it's, or that person. Yeah. I mean, we're not, it, it is what it is. And everyone else that I see doing the shit like that, I call them normies, <laughs> you know, which is perfect, perfect because, terminology because yeah, because they're just like. Like oh you're you're one of those guys yeah you're like, one of the one of those black sheep or the like normies what, yeah like all right normie yeah let's let's not get too yeah, out like, of control here lady I'm unique uh, you just yeah. follow yeah exactly you just follow the trend I'm yeah, unique though exactly and I, I think and, and that's how I feel like again with the like with bullying and stuff like yeah. I feel like the ones that are bullied are usually the ones that don't have someone to talk to. Or usually the ones that, like, they're the outcasts, but they just don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. But if they have, like, someone else that's been an outcast, and and I feel like that... That's why I feel like there should be a, a program for that, but, I mean... I think that's actually a really good idea. That, I mean, I, I, I would preach it. Some, somebody... A bullying That program. they could turn to to realize that, you know what? We got you, man. We yeah. got your back. Because it could be the difference between... Saving a life or saving a hundreds of lives if yeah. they end up going that other route. Yeah. So it could That's be, true. but it could be the difference between saving lives anyway. Yeah. So it's just a matter of being a mentor for that yeah. person. And I feel like there's, like they rely so much on, um, I'm not gonna say education. Yeah. Like when you go to school, like I feel like the, the stuff in the the textbooks and stuff, I feel like it's all BS. Like I feel like they just they just pull that crap out of their ass and they just kind of just throw it throw it at you. Yeah. They need an actual school where they teach him like, like life goals. There's a a series on Netflix. Uh, it's, it's with Killer Mike, the the rapper. He's yeah. a, well, he's a rapper, but he he elaborates on more on that. Like as far as like he actually goes and tries to start a program as far as like for kids to learn um, life skills. As far as like how to change a tire, yeah. how to uh, business management skills, taxes, and taxes and skills, yeah. like how to fix lights in your house, how to how to um, fix the water yeah. or how to uh, plumbing and stuff yeah. like real life skills not this crap about like Christopher Columbus like who cares yeah. about that guy like oh, I'm, fuck yeah. I'm not saying like that but I, I know, know what, what he did he's terrible yeah. in my opinion he's terrible I know exactly what he did <laughs> yeah. but no one cares about that kind of history like yeah. and I remember in school I used to do that too I, I was always like I, I would not care about like George George Washington and all that. I wouldn't care about that kind of stuff. Boston Tea Party. Yeah. The only stuff that mattered to me was the history of like my ancestors, like yeah. the Underground Railroad, the yeah. Harriet Tubman, all, all that stuff would yeah. matter to me, and I would pay attention to that. But when you only see two chapters in a whole history book of that, yeah. it's like it, okay, now it's like a little blip. Yeah, and it, it, talk about it. Yeah, and it's like why? Why? And that's what made me question: Why aren't you guys elaborating on this? Why are you spending more time on this history that? It's already happened. Why aren't you elaborating on stuff that yeah. is happening now? Like, and I don't know. I just I, I think that's when I lost interest in school. I was like, yeah. nah, let me just let me just learn this on my own. And yeah. I started reading and stuff. So I was like, nah. but but I mean, it makes sense. And I would rather much rather have a program that 
deals with those situations yeah. you mentioned. How to fix your car, tires, life uh, goals. house housework, yeah. things like that. Like life, yeah. real life situations and yeah. stuff. And I'm not saying like algebra. I mean not algebra. Regular math, addition, subtraction, multiplication. That's that's important. Yeah, like but, the fundamentals. Yeah, but I mean, unless you're going to do like some stuff for like NASA, you don't need no pre-cal or none of that or algebra. Like, unless you plan on doing something construction, maybe you might need to work with angles yeah. and stuff. But yeah. I mean, I feel like I don't know. I feel like people. I'll be honest. I was. I feel like if people would get their head out of their ass, they can actually accomplish a lot of stuff. Yeah. And they can, they can if they stop worrying about what other people think and they actually accept themselves yeah. where they are, they can get further in life. Yeah. I, I that's that's one of the. I think you're right. One of the keys in life. Yeah. Is just not giving a fuck about anybody else. Yeah. I mean, uh, look at uh, how was it Office Space? Have you seen it? I think I, I think you know, I seen the dude just didn't give a fuck anymore. He got, <laughs> hip, he got hypnotized. He got <laughs> hip, remember he got, hip, he got hypnotized. So just be relaxed. And what ended up happening is the guy who hypnotized him had a has a heart attack. So they can't bring him back out of that. Oh, so he's state. stuck in that. So he's stuck in relaxed. And just not giving. And he doesn't give a fuck in his job. And he's not doing work. He's not showing up to work. But yet, this third-party company that they hired to see where this this big company can shave and make more money, mm-hmm. they're like, "Who's this guy? He's 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 very productive and he's such a good worker, but and, he's and he's not. He's a shitty worker. He doesn't do shit." <laughs> and they ask him, "Huh? We're very interested in, because of your honesty, like." He's like, he tells them, do you know, Bob's? It's just that I just don't care. And it, they're just like, really? And they look at each other. Wow. We're, we're shocked by your honesty. And, and, and he just doesn't care. He doesn't care anymore. He's just like, so he can never get out of that state. But he's probably the happiest in that he's state. He's the happiest. He just does not care. He's, he's carefree. He's carefree. And he doesn't care what anybody thinks anymore. Yeah. Uh, I think that's really fucking cool, man. That is great. Yeah. You know? I, I think that, yeah, that is, that is a great feeling. Especially yeah. when you just like, you just. I mean, you can care about what people think, but like, not to the extent to where it's like where it's taking control. Yeah, of exactly. Yeah, where you're really thinking about it twenty four seven. Like, no, just like, okay, you don't like me. All right, cool. You don't have to tell me why you don't like me. That's it. We'll just stay away yeah. from each other. We're cool. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like if people just stop, I'm not gonna say stop caring less. Like, don't care about your job and stuff. But just start like, I, when I say start living like. I told my, um, well, I told someone, and I was like, you know what? Like, someone someone close to me needed help or something. Yeah. But that person's not willing to accept help right now. They're in a <laughs> fucked up situation. And so I told I told um, this person, well, I told this other person, the, the friend to him, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to tell you like this. If that person wants to be in that situation, that's that person's problem. But when that person needs real help, I'll still be here. Mm-hmm. But for right now, that's your problem. And yeah. I'm not. And I told him because well, I told that person because the way my life is going, I'm not going to drop everything just to help you. Yeah. If you nearly, if you really want to get out of that situation and you need help, I'm not going to turn you away. I'm gonna be here. Right. But you gotta want it. And yeah. It, it, I'm not gonna chase you for it. Like you gotta yeah. want it. It has to come from within. Exactly. Yeah. It, exactly. You have to look at yourself in the mirror and and 
one of the best quotes is, uh, well, from Tupac, for me. He's like, you know what's wrong with the... Well, he said, what's wrong, what's different between me and other people is I can look myself, I can look at myself in the mirror and I know who's looking back at me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, most people can't do that. Yeah. They look at themselves and they don't know who's looking back at them. And that's I feel badass. that's true. That is badass. And I was like, oh. But Profound. Damn, dude. <laughs> Get deep. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, we've come to our last segment. Let's do it. So, um, over the past over the past few days, I was listening to a lot of Rammstein. Ah, me. So the new the new album, I actually forgot the name, but it's the new album. It just came out like, mm, this past yes, week, sir. Uh, I I, it, I was never really too big on Rammstein, man. It's a mm. fucking good album, dude. It's, it's a, a, it, it, I would, it definitely is a good album. It's very, I mean, they haven't done an album in, whoo, man. Seven, eight years? Yeah, it's maybe. been a while, so it, it, it was definitely due. Yeah. But that's what I like with, with, with Rammstein. I like that they're a band that has stayed true to their roots, mm-hmm. and they've always delivered. Yep. Like, I don't think I've ever heard a bad album from them. They've always delivered. I, I'm telling you, man. This to me, it was they up their writing. I think because it doesn't sound as just it doesn't sound so basic. No, it's pretty fucking complex. I don't know. Very. Uh, I still, if you're still into industrial and you're still into like this electronics type stuff, mm. it's still good. It's still good for that. Uh, they don't really they keep that very much in their in their music, but it's just I don't know. It's just a different album. It just to me, it's very fun. And I find it to be perfect, actually, when we when we had that cookout I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. We just had it on in the background, and it was perfect, dude. Oh, really? You know, we're, we're, yeah, we're just having some beers, talking, and drinking, and, like, eating. Mm-hmm. It, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounded perfectly, like, suitable for that yeah. situation. You know? So, I definitely recommend the new Rammstein. Yeah, I definitely, I've... I've... <laughs> I've yeah. been bumping that for a while. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's very good. And then the other one that I want to recommend. So if you guys are into like '80s, kind of like the Cult, the Cure. Yes. Uh, yes. If you're into all that stuff, but it's like modern, a modern take like on that. Uh, Idle Hands. Idle Hands are fucking under the radar right now. I think you guys should definitely fucking check them out. Okay. I know I found them on iTunes, so you probably find them on Spotify. Definitely. Um. And so they're like s- super '80s fucking intensive like so if you're like 80s pop sort of like the cult and the cure type mm-hmm. stuff you're gonna dig this shit a lot man mm-hmm. um so i dig those guys i recommend those are my recommendations at least for this week uh i know surprise surprise with rammstein That's... but i actually dug it a lot because i just feel like it's a good it's a good background album it's a good album to you don't need to really invest yourself too much doing anything just Push play, do your thing, and have fun, man. It is, like you said, it is a fun album. Yeah. It definitely is a fun album. It has its, it has its checks, but um, I don't know. It's just like, yeah, like you said, you could put that album on and just let it play. It, yeah. It's, well, again, it's like my favorite death album. It's yeah. like Scream Bloody Gore. Yeah. Fuck put yeah. It and just let it play. That is one it's, of my it's perfect. Definitely one of it's, my favorites too. So. We also recommend Scream Bloody Gore if you haven't yes. heard it. <laughs> yes. If you if haven't heard living, it. If you've been living under a rock, go fucking listen to Scream Bloody Gore. Go buy it. Yeah. Buy it. Don't Spotify it. Well, Spotify yeah. it too. 
but buy it. Yeah, buy that motherfucker. It's definitely. I mean, it's still expensive. Actually, I went to. It's still like twenty bucks. Fuck, are you yeah, serious? It's still twenty bucks. So I Damn. mean, it's one of those timeless albums. Like, yeah. You know how they do oh, yeah. the Disney yeah. movies and stuff. Like Lion King is still twenty bucks. Like, that is true. Yeah, so I have noticed that. I've noticed it's definitely a timeless. I guess that'll show. You know, you're paying quality. Exactly. I mean, you're getting you're getting your money's worth. I, yeah. I'll give it that. You're getting your money's worth. <laughs> yeah. Definitely on this album. And and like yeah. <laughs> so next week we have um, potentially. Uh, well, I guess I could say it. I guess. So next week, what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be talking about another band. In their entirety, in their uh, history, in their catalog. So it'll be, uh, I'm going to be a little bit vague on it. I can tell you that they're Swedish, depressive rock that did not start off depressive rock, but started off kind of like doom gloom in the early 90s. And they evolved because of the singer's throat operation. So... If you guys want to stick around for that, next week we're going to have that for you. Um, I'm Wolfman Dave. It's Mike. Metal for passion, not for fashion. Suckers! Yes, sir. By the way, Mess It On fucking sucks. <laughs>